I said, let's go, and now I sound straight. I'm, uh, I'm recovering. I still have a little bit of laryngitis. I'm going to sound like shit, but it doesn't matter. We had to go today because Alabama, thank you. Thank you. Chickity chick. I feel like we're already just past the news cycle. What an unbelievable. Hold on a second. Hi, Anthony. What an unbelievable night it was last night. Did you guys, were you guys watching? I watched a little Obviously. bit. Did little you bit. watch the whole thing, Zombs? Yeah, <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I was watching the returns come in, and then, it, you know, it, it, it's so tricky because those counties, they go county by county, and then in each county, there's a certain amount of precincts. So the precincts uh, run their vote to the county commissioner. The county commissioner counts it all up, and then the counties report to the, I don't know, the, the centralized hub, and then the hub throws out the numbers. And at the beginning, it was scary because Roy Moore was up like 40,000 votes. He was winning. And I was confused because they weren't being very, they weren't being all that. I was, I didn't understand. I was like, oh, no. We're terrible. We are a terrible, terrible country, and a state in this union has elected a child molester. I was in the. I was depressed, and then, and then, the black belt came through in roaring fashion. Now there's a little, there's a, <laughs> there's a section that goes all the way across yeah. the state. It's a tiny little strip. You call and, it the black belt. No, they call it That's the what black they call belt. It. They were using that term? Correct. The, they, now, hold on a second. Yeah, no, get but your, it makes sense. Get your mind out of the kid. No, listen, I just didn't hear, I hadn't heard that term. I didn't know it. It's called the black belt. Yeah, it makes and sense. It originally call, referred to the region's the, rich black topsoil. Correct. Uh, had no idea about that. <laughs> However, that's also in, across that strip of Alabama is where all of the black communities lie. Got it. So they call it the black belt. They get away with being able to call it the black belt because it's the soil. black top soil. soil. But it was that strip across Alabama that came in late that put this guy over the top. In fact, it, was a, it wasn't even close. It was a beating. The guy won by 22,000 votes. And Alabama is not a... Uh, we have to break down that whole thing because I think Zombie and I did a pretty good job of breaking down just how hard it was going to be for these people to get out of their. Most of the people of Alabama, you know, the last person that was uh, the last senator that was a Democrat from Alabama was 1992. Wow. So, and this is a deep red, philosophically Christian state, and they're, they're not. And so, what happened yesterday was just, uh, it was unbelievable. I started crying. They said it was, uh, you did start crying. I was crying right? out of relief. I've seen that. I Good. was like, thank God our country isn't terrible, man. I just started bawling. Uh, they said it was because of the black women. It was black women? That's black, right. black and, women and, is what and, put it over the top. Correct. And listen. They did an amazing job. They did an amazing job of getting out and voting. Despite all of the long lines. 
Relax with your communist. Uh, no, there were long. Check there this out. I got something. Check this well, out. Hold on a second. There was long lines because people really wanted to come out and vote. Correct. She's right. gonna say it's they. No, they're doing everything they can to fight off the black vote. They were. I have some lines being up to two hours long, okay, and then well, other lines down the way. I know, but I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But there's confirmed reports of that in every state and every big general election. I am okay. not going it's, to. I, wa- I don't want to get into voter fraud or, can I just or voter ID question. laws and okay, all that so shit. Okay, so I'm going to read you three things happening in Alabama. You just think this happens in all all uh, Go. voting places. One. I'll tell you. Three Go one by one. Three ID checks at the polling places. Three. That ha- that happens in states. You you, you different stations. You got to show your ID three times. Let me explain something to you. Yeah. The Republicans are in huge favor of strict voter ID laws because poor people have a harder time producing an ID. Got it. Poor people typically vote Democrat. So, yes, there is absolutely a structure in place in Republican states where they try to uh, pass voter ID laws uh, to curtail the black vote. Okay. I refuse to have our show today start or even discuss anything negative at all having to do with the process. Everything about yesterday was right. Everything about yesterday was good. I was reading, you know, fucking my uh, stone rack. You, you fucking Democrats are the worst. You're the absolute worst. This is a huge huge seismic event that happened yesterday and i'm reading all these hysterical asshole democrats stone rock at the top of the list <laughs> great dj it's unbelievable that 48 percent of the state even uh, b- voted for a child molester that was one of them oh that's negative it's negative that's negative that is completely negative okay see we start yeah, the that's show very negative we start the show who's the most hysterical democrat in the bunch the zombie baby right. already pointing out, already pointing out that the the voter ID laws and e- they did it even even after even after their uh, they were being shunned away from the. That's no, a no, true no. statement. No, no, hold on a second. That's not what you should be focused on. Why? What? Because that's, that's exactly not, what you should be focused on. No. Now we have to go forward and make sure that there are no blocks right. okay. to people All getting right. votes. Right. Like, Great. What? Great. What? Great. People want their right to vote. Great. Here's the deal. Again, yesterday and everything that it represents is really beautiful and positive, and we need to lean into that, not always focus on what's wrong. That's something that you like to do in your life, on the show. That's fine for you. For me, what happened yesterday is there was a weird moment in time where all of the, all of the information was gathered all of the last month and the hysteria, everything that is wrapped around Donald Trump and Steve Bannon, the whole ideals of Trumpism took a huge blow yesterday. And a deeply red state that hasn't voted Democrat since 1992 in the, in the climate of which we are right now, which is we have never been this polarized. We have never been this tribal this should have been a blowout yesterday in the current time, the current climate of where we are, and it wasn't a blowout. And the guy, the, the guy who it was impossible, this guy had an impossible f- fight 
and he got it done, and he won the election. And I want to talk about all of the wonderful things that happened as a result of that, not focus on the 48% that are idiots or the terrible people that are suppressing the vote. All of that stuff is, and I understand that, uh, that you want to you bring it up, but in spite of all of that, there was a huge victory yesterday. This, uh, this, uh, these black women and the, you know, listen, black women are hugely important uh, and the, to the Democratic Party. They are, you can argue that typically they are the, they are the core constituency of the Democratic Party. And if you get them mobilized, they are going to put you over the top. However, the thing, the, the I want to talk about the courageous people yesterday. And yes, everybody that went and voted, uh, the, the, the uh, Democratic uh, black women, yes, thank you. But I want to talk about the people, I want to talk about, the, 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 there was some courage going on yesterday. The courage, it's one thing to, okay, I'm a Democrat, I believe in uh, liberal policies, I just need to go get my ass to a thing and then I need to fight through seven people that don't want me to vote and put my vote in. That's definitely admirable, but I want to talk about the things that had to go uh, had to go right yesterday in order for this guy to win. That were impossible. Suburban white, affluent women were very courageous yesterday. They their whole lives have been to- in Alabama. They've been telling Republican, 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 pro life, pro life, pro life. These are conservative women. These are they are affluent. They have lots of money. They don't. Uh, they I'm sure they don't like all of the 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 fiscal policies and the spending policies of the Democrats. They're pro life typically. They're pro business. These women put Doug Jones over the top. They were courageous. The Shelby, the the senior senator from Alabama, who's a Republican, who stuck his neck out there and said, here's the deal. On Sunday, he said, I'm not voting for Roy Moore. I'm going to write somebody in. He went against his own party because it was the right thing to do. He put his country over party, and he said, I'm not going to vote for Roy Moore. I'm going to write somebody in. And theoretically, that gave a lot of Republicans in the state of Alabama an idea and the thought, right, I can vote for another Republican. I don't have to vote for Roy Moore. I know that that might mean that the Democrat will get the seat, but it's the right thing to do. And I argue that Democrats, I would argue if you are a Democrat and you are out there and you are listening, I wonder if you would have done the same thing. Because what happened yesterday in Alabama was courageous on a lot of people's parts. If I've lived a certain way my whole life, and I've been told something my whole life, one certain thing, and somebody asked me to vote against that, and I know that it's the right thing to do. There's sometimes I might not even do it just because it's not what I know. It's not what I think is safe. It's not familiar to me. I might think about it in my head and then go to the polling place and go, ah, you know what? Pro-life, the Republican, he's a fuck it, whatever, and just vote for him. That didn't happen in droves yesterday. 
the courageousness of the vote yesterday in Alabama were Republicans that voted for Doug Jones. I'm not saying that the liberal, uh, the, 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 the black women vote, the, the African-American vote wasn't hugely important because it was. But the courage of some of the Republicans that went out there and voted against their Republican quote-unquote values because it was the right thing to do, I would argue that they were the courageous ones. What do you say, Bang? Record voter turnout, correct? This was these were they came out in droves. They came right? out, I heard, and I, because of that, it gets you it gets you over the top. There's a there's a county in Alabama called Shelby County. Okay. I believe it went seventy six twenty three for Donald Trump in the presidential election. Uh-huh. This uh, in this election, it went fifty four forty six, meaning he lost twenty six points because, and it still went Republican. But there were enough people that were like, you know what? This isn't the right thing. Right. This ain't right. That's a, That dude's a child molester. That guy is a fucking evil dude. He is the darkness. He is, uh, they went, uh, would you argue that those people were more courageous or am I crazy? I think everybody's courageous, but I don't think there's a more courageous than others. But I think, yeah, you're right. That's very courageous. Danny, you don't think it's more courageous to be the Republican and vote against uh, being a Republican? Yeah, it's courageous. What's what good? do you think, Zoms? Come on now. You already know who I think is the most courageous. It's uh, not the white people. Nope. It's the it's black women? Yes, because the they came out courageous? there despite the like police officers trying to scare them away, despite all like They're all that stuff. Like, all kinds of stuff was happening to them. It was confirmed. You could see it. I just don't think that anybody had as hard a time as they did. Okay. The, I, I disagree. The exit polls were true, correct? Because all I heard was the, the these different what they ask people questions when they're leaving the polls. They do, and I right? hear people lie. But a lot of those were on target with what happened. I I thought based on the exit polls, he was going to win. But you thought Doug Jones was going to yeah. win based on what you were reading. People were answering after they were leaving. Yeah. Uh, this is the other thing. This is the other fascinating thing about Alabama. And I, I you won't get me off it. I uh, but listen. Black women make the whole fucking thing run for for the they are the they are the roots of good. Black women have been through all of it, especially older black women. I you know some some of my favorite some of my favorite people are like Taco's mom. Yeah, Taco's mom. She holds herself with so much dignity and so much respect and so much class, and you can tell she has been through so much in her life as being a black woman. Growing up in the 60s or the 70s, seeing that racism, living through that racism, these women, they've also learned the power of voting because they have seen change happen over the course of their lives through the power of the ballot box. So these women, you can't, this was the other thing. It was a perfect storm for Doug Jones. Doug Jones got a lot of those women out, those black women out, because he's the one that prosecuted that case against the Klan for killing those four black babies in the 60s in the in the church. And so he got credit for that, as he well should have, and black women everywhere were like, nah, nah, nah. This motherfucker uh, put that Klansman away. I'm getting to the polls, and I'm going to vote. And uh, And listen... The voter suppression and voter ID laws. I under, and the, listen. This is the reddest state in the country, and what happened yesterday is impossible, uh, uh, except that it isn't, because we watched it. We, we watched right. it go down. Right. I think we're also getting to a point uh, where there's so many evil Q 
candidates, right? You could consider Trump like an evil candidate in my view. Sure. Whereas we need more decent human beings winning those seats, this, right? This, so this, this guy, Jones guy seems decent. He seems like a good person, a good guy, and that's the person that can kind of go between both parties and talk and and get people to come together. It's just uh, and the Shelby guy, you know, the old white conservative Republican guy. Most of these other Republicans were like. They weren't going to get involved. That they were going to support the Republican no matter what. This guy is the the. There's two senators in each state. He's the senior senator of Alabama, and he went out on the national uh, on the national media and said, "Don't vote for this guy." Right. Which is bananas. It's banana. You were twenty one thousand write-in votes. Those twenty one thousand write-in votes were the exact number that this guy lost by. Huh. So, and I'm not, and listen, black people, liberals, Democrats, they weren't getting to the polls to write in a candidate. They were going to write Doug Jones. I mean, most of those, 99% of those write-in votes were from Republicans who wanted to vote uh, and respected their right to vote, but didn't want to vote for Roy Moore, so they wrote in a Republican candidate. I heard Nick Saban got a fuckload of votes. I bet you probably would get a lot of votes if he he, ran. He got a ton of votes in the write-in category, and so it was... Shelby was courageous, and, and and what he did was super important. He gave Republicans in the state of Alabama, he gave them cover to go and vote. The the, the Doug Jones candidate was, uh, was a decent candidate, is a decent man. And then you've got white, affluent, suburban women, Republicans, who are just done with Trump. They're done with Trumpism. They're done with Bannonism. They're done with a child molester, and they were like, not on our watch, man. Not on our watch. And they went there, and they voted for that dude, Doug Jones, and that guy won the state of Alabama, and it's insane that that happened. It's absolutely crazy that there is a Democrat that's going to represent the state of Alabama and Washington in the United States Senate. It was an unbelievable night last night. I, there were so many. I watched this kid dancing. He was at the uh, the Doug Jones uh, post party, uh-huh. and he's a young black kid, like okay. nineteen, in his suit, got his little dreads, and he's dancing away. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? That's funny. Well, That's no, what they're called. Yeah, he's got his little dreads. Is crying. that a haircut? Is that a call to a certain haircut? What is that? Not? Am I not no, supposed to? Fine. Okay, if he had long you know, dreads, you'd go long dreads. All right, have uh, have Yesenia check me on that. See if I'm <laughs> racist. He was. There was a. There was. You could tell this was like the first time he's ever voted. He was that young. And he was he was hugging his buddies who were the same age. And it was impo- it was it was more prevalent to me because he was black. You could see on the look on his face. You could tell he was like fuck my vote mattered. We got this done. Yeah. My vote mattered. What we talk about here on the show all the time, whether you're 50 or whether you're 20, every vote matters. That guy, that kid, I watched him. I could see it all. He was part of the political process. He got himself educated. He went. He uh, he got off. He didn't smoke his bong before, uh, before he went to the polls. It was b- polls before polls. He voted, and then he was celebrating the idea that he had decided to get involved 
with his own life. Right. It was fucking awesome. I was I, I was also a mess. And I, I was crying. Okay. I was sad. Just because, it, what does it mean? What like what would it have meant had this this Roy Moore guy won? It would have meant that we there are places in the country that are just terrible, correct? That are just that are just evil. That would rather have a child molester in the Senate rather because he's a Republican. Right. I and, mean, it's still pretty much half and half, right? There, but yes, listen, that, I know. But if you want to focus on that, that's no, I fine. Don't focus I want to focus that. on the fact that evil lost. They like, did. Evil, I like that. Good uh, beat evil. Good. Evil didn't beat good. Right. And listen, yes, should there have been one vote for Roy Moore? No. No. But we're also living in a place that none of us have any well, idea just, what it's like to live in Alabama. Right. Zero. Well, we don't I, know what it's like to wake up every morning and your whole life just be taught Republican ideology and then to yesterday to just put all of that, all of the fucking programming you've had in your brain for 40 years. Just, I'm going to put that over here and I'm going to go against everything I've ever been taught and everything I've ever learned and everything that everybody's ever told me. And I'm going to vote the other way. That's difficult. That's not easy. No, I understand that it's easy. It's not easy. I understand that it's not easy. Yes. And one plus one plus one plus one plus one is exactly what we saw in its most pure form yesterday. I agree. This Roy Moore guy, didn't he show up on a horse? It was the worst. <laughs> Named Sassy. It was the worst. He couldn't really control that horse. He almost hit a couple reporters. From what I understand, they were, you know, because everything was under the microscope yesterday. I guess he does not look like a horseman. No, he did it's not. It's like a prop. Like the oh. whole thing is just He doesn't this, ride horses all the time. That's what I thought he did. I would imagine that's what he would hope us to all think he is, yeah, but with but the hat and the thing and the gun. And by the way, he is just the absolute picture. If you just take a look at the visualization of Roy Moore, he's the absolute visual depiction of 1952. Like that's where that guy wants to be living. That's where a lot of Republicans in rural areas, the top and the bottom of the state, that's where they want to stay because they've enjoyed their lives and they like that. But there is, listen, the state of Alabama, there were a lot of people in the state of Alabama that are educated, that are progressive, that w did not want to think to themselves, man, I don't want to be made fun of by the United States for the next six years for this vote. I don't want to be looked at as that backward-ass, country-ass hillbilly, racist, creep, Christian, psycho, uh, rural. That's, that state put itself on the map yesterday as a, as a, as a place that is progressing. That right. state is no longer in the dark ages as a result of yesterday's vote. A lot of incredible things happened for the state of Alabama yesterday. It is becoming less red. It's not purple. Uh, there are some areas that are blue, but that state is officially no longer deep red. That is a less red state, and that's a. It's interesting. I was uh, I was watching it with uh, I was texting with a friend of mine, and you cannot get away from the fact that Democrats or the blue areas are for the most part around schools or places with books. Huh. Big cities. Huh. That makes 
the further away you get from a college or a library, the deeper red it gets, right? And and I'm not saying that if you're that guy and you want to live that life in rural Alabama, go ahead and be that guy and live your rural life in Alabama and believe in God and believe in the Bible and believe that pro-life is the only way and that the gays are sodomites and all of that stuff. But your area of living is shrinking. The area in which you exist is shrinking. And the reason why that's shrinking is because people got out of their houses and they went and they voted. And there was no more. There were, yesterday is not a sad story about not getting the vote out. When you get the vote out, typically liberal views win. It's all about suppressing the vote if you're Republican. That's all it is. You want to suppress it because old people vote and the young people, you always want to continue to cram into their head. Their vote doesn't matter. It's just one vote. What's one vote going to matter? Whatever these people, there's money. It's corrupt. It doesn't matter what my what I vote. It's going to end up being whatever that is that they're trying to sell the millennials and, uh, and young people. That message is over. I mean, that message is starting to erode. Yeah. Baby boomers, my mom's generation, they're dying off. The next section of people is millennials. Yep. And most millennials read books. And most millennials uh, are pretty uh, pretty adept at this thing called the interwebs. Yes, they and, are. And uh, you share information on the interwebs and you read things on the internet. And it is impossible to not read. It's impossible. I mean, it's impossible to read things on the interwebs and things at school and then books. It's impossible to do that stuff and stay in the dark ages. It's just impossible. That's called progression. That's called education. That's why education is one of the most important things in the in our society. Uh, education is all there is. The more you educate yourself, the less cloudy things become like faith and God needs my vote. And all of that silly stuff, right, that we talk about, which I'm fine with people having as a thing for their own life uh, or attendance for their own uh, for their own existence, but for uh, the existence of government or the existence of uh, of running our country as a whole or a select few that believe one thing, choosing how and what I can do with my body, that stuff is coming to an end. It is, and the and the you got to understand the, the the closer it feels like it's over the more there's going to be that last ditch to make it go back to the way it right. was. They just wanted to go back. To, we they're are in the midst harder. of the last. They're in the, they got to fight harder because they fucking so they're, lost. They're going to fight harder. Uh, and millennials are the biggest voting group in the country. I love that. So if they vote, they'll get what they want. Again, it's the one thing that we crush on this show more than anything else. Just, yeah, I don't give a shit who you vote for. But get out there. I'm going to have an opinion about it. But you need to get out there and make your voice heard. Because if you read books and you're young, you're more than likely not going to give a shit about the what the gay guy's doing in his bedroom. And you're not going to give a shit about what a woman wants to do with her body. And you're not going to have to. You, it's just, it's, uh, the Republican Party's in trouble. They are. They're in huge trouble. Do you think they, because there were some rumblings of this that day, that even if Roy Moore won, that McConnell was going to lead an ethics investigation into 
the you know the accusations and see if he should and and, throw him out and throw him out and then they would uh i think they'd do another election with another republican candidate well here's the deal none of that is going to have to happen right which right. is uh i you know there were there were real there were like republicans on capitol hill yesterday that were just cheering for the idea that the democrat won because they just did this mean this this crepe did this guy nice he still hasn't conceded right really He's still not as gone in front of the other people and said he's done. You're the done, vote's buddy. over. No, I mean he still is hanging did, on to that. Uh, speaking of someone that does, I I don't really like Donald Trump. Did you see his tweets <laughs> yesterday? Well, he uh, about, he runs himself back. No, I know. Hold he, on a second. I want to get into this Roy Moore thing. He came out with a statement tonight. He says tomorrow my wife and I will celebrate our thirty second wedding anniversary. I want to thank her and all my family for standing up with me through this long and arduous campaign. And, of course, I want to thank all of you who have stood with me in this very important battle for the future of our country. So we're all going to start. I'm uh, This very important battle for the future of our country. We are indeed in a struggle to preserve our republic, our civilization, and our religion to set free a suffering humanity. And the battle rages on. In this race, we have not received the final count to include military and provisional ballots. A Roy, Roy, max. There's fifteen hundred military ballots. That's what they uh, they say, max. So let's say every single person in the military who's away (laughs) voted for Roy Moore. That would be plus fifteen hundred, which it isn't. Because I'm sure there's That's at least thirty percent, yeah. right? But let's just give them all to them. Okay. Let's say everybody got under the Roy Moore uh, mind control, and they all fifteen. That still leaves him eighteen thousand short. And there's no more votes to count, right? I don't think there's any more votes to yeah. count. There's no missing ballots, like hidden ballots. There is. This has been a very close race, and we are awaiting certification by the Secretary of State. This particular race was watched not only by the people of the state, by the entire nation, many around the world. Why? Because I believe the heart and soul of our country is at stake. Like most Americans, I am concerned about the future of our country, both financially and morally. This is so fascinating to me. I don't. Republicans are less government, are they not? I believe they're states' rights. Um, yeah, yeah. Less government. They want less government interference in your life. That's... That's the basic tenet of Republican. It's one of the things I like. I'm a states' rights guy. Right. What I do, what we do in California, isn't what's good for Alabama, right? right. So give us more freedom to do what we need to do in our states' rights. Okay. Makes sense. That, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Great. Less government interference with my life. That's what okay. I want. Less government. Except, however, if you want to. Uh, if you want to talk about my behavior socially, then this uh, this guy and most Republicans want to get all up in your business. School prayer, right? They want everybody to pray. But wait a minute, what if I don't believe in God, Roy? It doesn't matter. School prayer for everybody. Everybody should stand and say the pledge of allegiance. Well, what if I what if I don't like the what, what if I don't like what's going on in the country? Doesn't matter. Get your ass up and uh, and uh, say the pledge of allegiance. Uh, gay gay marriage. What these uh, homo homopho- these homosexual sodomites, what they're doing in their living room, should be against the law. I thought we were about small government, the Republican right. Party. Pro-life, you want to have a, an opinion about what my girlfriend should or shouldn't do with her body, Roy? Why don't you come to my house? We'll have a talk about that. You want the government involved in my bedroom? 
So it doesn't make any sense. The Republicans want small government, but then when it comes to my morality, they want to use their quote-unquote faith in Christianity. They want to put their faith in Christ, their faith in Christianity on me. And they want to decide for all of us how I'm supposed to live my life morally because of their faith. That doesn't seem like you're trying to stay out of my fucking business. Doesn't seem very Republican of you. This is after the election of Donald Trump a little over a year ago. I saw a window of hope and an opportunity that we could return to our founding principles. This guy always, this guy keeps talking about the future of the country. And then his message or his answer for the future is to return or go back. Yeah, keep it the way they liked it. Right. What going back in our history. Stupid. From everything I can tell. It's not a pretty nice place for women. No. Mm -mm. It's not the nicest place for brown people. Right. It's not the best place in the world for black people. Maybe the worst. It's not real good for gay people. Horrible. He wants fine with all that stuff. He wants to return, but he thinks in his mind that when we move forward into the in, so if we're progressing, because the there's nothing you can't not progress when you go to the future. That's moving forward. His idea of moving forward is to try and do everything we can to live in the past. That was the message of Roy Moore. Right? Is he still a judge? No. He's not a judge. No, you get to be called the judge for oh, the rest of your life. Oh, you just call the judge after you've been a yeah, judge. Yeah, it's like President Obama. You know, you look at, you see right. Barry at the Starbucks tomorrow. You're going to be like, hey, Mr. President. Right. that's what the, that's what, what else do we got going on with this thing? I wanna, Did you see the Trump tweets? That's what I wanted to get to. The guy, you know, I know he's the worst, but he backs, <laughs> he puts these tweets out. You endorse this guy. You put, you put your stamp on this guy. That's the other thing. Play a song, Daddy. Play Sweet Home Alabama. Donald Trump was 180 degrees in on this guy. There's no way for him to separate himself from Roy Moore. He'd like to think that. It's not happening. He he went to he went and did a rally 40 miles from the border, which also Why did fed he go the, in there? Because they didn't want to look like he was he was going he was going into the state. He said he was doing a rally in Pensacola, Florida, right? Right. Which is within the TV market of Mobile, Alabama. So they got there as close as they could without because had he gone into Alabama, I would imagine there would have had to have been a picture between Roy Moore and Donald Trump on the stage or Roy Moore, and he didn't want that. Right. He wanted to support him by not supporting him, which. Shouldn't that be the lead thing? If you're thinking about like, hey, I want to support this guy, but I don't actually want to be seen in public with him. Right. That <laughs> Is that somebody you want to really support? No. Well, if you're just concerned about power, yeah, of course. Full-throated support. Pushed 180 in. Endorsed the guy on his Twitter, which is his, like, uh, that's what. That's law. That's president. In his world, that's yeah. how he reaches out to his people. That's the most important yeah. thing in his life. Phone calls. Robo calls. Robo calls. He ordered the RNC to put money back in. Remember they, right. when they found out about the allegations, the Republican National Committee was like, nope, we're not going to spend any more money in there, Roy. And then as the president got more involved, the RNC said, all right, fine, and dumped another million dollars into the thing on the final week to try and get it over the top. You can run. You can't hide, Donald Trump. 
This guy is on your watch. You, by the way, Alabamians looked you in the eye and said, we're not going to be you. This guy, the president of the United States, went fully in on a child molester. Went fully in on a guy who touched 14-year-old children and assaulted them. They didn't believe, they they believed Roy Moore more, more than rather than the accuser. The president of the United States of America, when we ask him to stand on principle and on decency and to lead us as the president of the United States, failed miserably. He said, more than likely child molester, but he's a Republican, I'll support him. Doesn't even matter, because he's the Republican. That was his thing. I'd rather have a Republican in there than a Schumer puppet. So I want that so bad that that I'm willing to support full-throated a child molester. That's the example that our president set at the uh, win at all costs. And the citizens of Alabama said, no, that's not how we live down here, bro. At the end of the day, you can do something bad enough. You can do something so dark that you lose our support. The citizens of Alabama, through their voting, showed the President of the United States how it actually should be. They stood on principle. Yes, did a lot of them vote? Sure. But at the end of the day, they lost. Alabama stood with what was right yesterday. Decency won yesterday. That's all. And this shit's going to go back red in four years because that's (laughs) what they like, right? Right. Uh, But it'll be a better person. It'll be a better person. And I will help them. In four years, I will help the Republican Senate candidate because Alabama did the right thing, man. At the end of the day, they did the right thing. And kids got out and voted. By the way, you do not, you do not want fired up black women. You don't. (laughs) Everybody in a black woman's life, if she's fired up, everybody's stepping to attention. You ever seen a black woman get mad? If she wants something done, shit gets done quick. I don't know how. He had to thread the needle. Doug Jones. I've got to fire up African Americans. However, there's still a weird racial thing right in Alabama. So I can't look like I'm too into black people because then I'll lose whites. So he had to thread this weird needle where he was rallying up the African American vote. And then he had to corner. He would, but he could never really hang out <laughs> or be a, because there's lots of white people like now because they're racist right. still. So he had to thread the needle, and he did. White suburban women went to the polls in Shelby County and voted for Doug Jones, and then went home. And as their husbands watched the returns, <laughs> and they're seeing why. Wait a minute. Why is our county so? Why is it so close? <laughs> And the wife's just over in the kitchen like, Dino. <laughs> That's what happened. Women are, ha- dude, women are, it's over. It's the year, <laughs> it's the decade of the, it could be the century of the woman. Fine with it. Fuck me too, man. Women put, women put this guy down. It was women. It was. It was black women and white affluent Republican women from the suburbs. Those two groups of women Ran this out. 
I hope you are hearing. I, I, I just. <sighs> That's what we need to take from this. Women carried the state of Alabama. Period. The end. Period. Did you see Roy Moore last night at his <laughs> victory party? I did get to see I him. I saw a picture of everyone. It was the so best lit. picture. The Doug Jones thing, it's crowded, it's live. There's 40 people back there. There's brown people, black people, white people. The Roy Moore thing, it was like a it was literally like a weird, creepy junior high. Nobody's in there. And it's Roy Moore with five old white dudes behind him. Looking like this. This <laughs> grim look on their face. It was it couldn't have been a, rep- a better representation of where we are or where we were and where we're headed. You know, Alabama, fuck, who knows? Maybe that shit ends up purple in the next 25 to 30 years. There's a lot of businesses going to go in there now. Yeah. They've got BMW in there or something or Toyota. They're building airplanes. They're starting to, like, reconfigure their economy. The more people learn, the more people that get educated in Alabama... I might even go visit Alabama. I'll go. All right, now settle down. I'll go. You want to go to Alabama? Yeah, I like the South. I'm down to go. They don't. Oh, they're gonna love <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> we should go to Alabama and visit that shit. Just down. to step down and say thank you, man. Just thank Alabamians. The whole I go there for two days. Every time I see an Alabama, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. We're not evil. We're not terrible. We're not. We needed this victory, man. My soul, my heart needed this one. You didn't think it was going to happen. I was just nervous. I know what it's like to to be a to. I, it was there was a lot of, a lot of scared people went into that voting boat, uh, booth yesterday and voted against what they've always known. That's really difficult, man. It's a courageous time for Alabamians. I hope they get. I hope they get. Uh, I hope they get paid off. By the way, I'll even do my part. Go Bama, roll tide. I'm ro- I'm going for Alabama in the college playoff. <laughs> There's four left. I'll root them in. Who do they got? They got Clemson? <laughs> yeah, I'll root them in, too. What's root I them in? I hate Alabama, though. I hate I that football team. I fucking hate Alabama. Oh. I'm in. You deserved it. Brian Washington, if you're listening, I'm in. I'm in on the tide. Roll tide. Nick Saban, I'll, roll, I'll rule you in for two weeks. Why not? They deserve it. They do. They do. Do you understand that we would have been here tonight just been like, when's it going to change? When's it going to happen? We're all dying. What are we going to do? Like, we don't have to have that conversation about this issue today. This was a very big deal. Do you know that's the deepest red state? It's one of three of the deepest red states in the country. What does that tell you about 2018? Tells what do you mean? It tells in, me in Congress, the yeah. Senate, in the Arizona, in Nevada, in Illinois, in any other that state, it could go blue. It, everything could go blue. And it's already what 5149 now. Yes. In the Senate, mm-hmm. yeah. The Democrats could end up taking both the Senate and the House as a result as a result of Trumpism. Everybody's over it. Everybody is embarrassed by you, Dan. Don, can you read Damn. his tweets? I just uh, la- they make me laugh because he he's such one of those guys that's like rooting for something and then he 
when they lose. Backtracks? They backtrack. Yeah. He gets and off, the tweet, off and on the bandwagon. It's just so obvious. I am, like, shocked. Like, what, they were this morning, right? I think. One, you want the one from this morning? Yeah, the one from this morning. No, it's, it literally uh, sounds like it sounds like you're what? arguing with a 15-year-old kid. Yeah, the one it's about the how thing. he wrote, Moore was a weak candidate. He had already... He had, <laughs> no, it's he had, great. He had, I already told you. <laughs> Said Luther Strange. I already told you. I told you he was going to lose, idiots. Oh, this one. He says, the reason I originally endorsed Luther Strange and his numbers went up mightily is that I said Roy Moore will not be able to win the general election. I was right. Roy worked hard, but the deck was stacked against him. How about this? I went all in and supported a child molester, but I'm right. He's ridiculous. Even when he's wrong, he's right. And what was the next one? Wow, more than 90% of fake news media coverage is of me is negative, with numerous forced retractions of untrue stories. Hence my use of social media, the only way to get the truth out. Much of mainstream media spelled me, me, wrong. Media. Me, me, media. Yeah, with an A in there that doesn't he belong. misspelled it? Yeah, yeah. has nah, become a joke at Fox and Friends. He's ridiculous. And then the next one says, if last night's election proved anything, it proved that we need to put up a great Republican candidate. To increase the razor-thin margins in both the House and Senate. I got news for you, man. If you can't, if the president, the Republican president of the United States backs a senator in Alabama and can't get it done, they ain't getting it done anywhere. There's there's no chance that they are holding on to the House or the Senate on any level. And the Republican Party is in big trouble. This Steve Bannon guy... This guy, someone called him a drunk on the stage. He yeah. was like a homeless drunk. He does? He does. He looks like me. He would have been on the stage with Roy Moore if they had won. By the way, if he would have won, he would have rolled in with him. Yep. And taken his little green jacket and been like, told you so. Where was? Where were you last night, Steve? Yeah. Nowhere to be found. Crickets. Crickets. Where were you, Steve? Idiots. The great thing about this, they're exposed. The Republicans in Congress have been so worried about Trump's base. I can't like I can't come out against him because then he's gonna sick his base on me. Well, we just gotta look. The base is gone. There is no base. Gone. His approval rating in Alabama, the deepest red state ever, is 48-48. 48 approved, 48 disapproved. It should be 70 approved. That's a, the, you want to talk about the home court? Mississippi, Alabama, the most home court Republican states in the country, and only half the state likes him. That should be at 80%. The writing is on the wall. It is going to be a very ugly midterm. And if if you're listening out there, voting matters. Voting matters. Your vote counts. Every vote plus one, plus one, plus one equals something super magical. And that's what happened yesterday. Let me ask you a question. Is our boy Iron Stash creeping up? I hear that Iron Stash is creeping up. And he's the next guy. That would be the one. We've got to figure out a way to help him out in the primary. Because he's running against... He's going to run against... No, he's a Democrat. He's got to win the Democratic primary, and then he'll go head-to-head with Ryan in the fall. By the way, I think Steve Bannon's putting some kook out in the Republican uh, primary in Wisconsin. 
So Paul Ryan's going to have to fucking fight off some crazy Roy Moore dude and in then, the primary. And then go against Iron Stash. And then go against Tough. Iron Stash. He'll be worn down. It's a wild time, man. By the way, I don't think any of us should have an opinion about what happens in anybody else's state unless it's something of this magnitude with the child molester, right? Whatever you want to do in Wisconsin, do in Wisconsin. Vote for whoever you want. I don't live there. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you need. But when you have the Speaker of the House and that guy sets the national agenda, that guy decides what we vote on and what goes on in the House of Representatives, then I have a right to say I want that guy gone. Because that guy's deciding for me in California what everyone's doing in the Congress. So I, we have every right to help Iron Stash. That guy's setting the agenda, the national agenda. I'm done with Paul Ryan. What a fucking coward he is. Yeah. There's nobody more cowardly than that guy. Mitch McConnell's got more stones than he does. Yeah, he does. You know what stones are, zombie? Yeah. They're nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got stones. McConnell. You like McConnell? Here no, and I there. Don't, I don't no. really like hearing him talk. He looks like a Muppet. Uh, no, he looks like that dude in the Raiders of the Lost Ark when he looked at the Ark and his face yeah. melted. That guy. But he's got some stones. Except for when Trump walks in the door, then he shrivels. Yeah. By the way, Lindsey Graham playing golf with Trump on Sunday. Horrible. Calling him a kook for uh, three years on the campaign trail. This guy's a kook. Playing golf with him. Yesterday was a good day. A lot. Listen, this is Trump's problem for sure. And everywhere he goes... He's the guy that backed the child molester. He's the guy that chose his own ambition over the party or over the country's in, uh, interest. He's a uh, he is not a national leader. He's a national disgrace. He should resign. And the city of the citizens of Alabama, you are not disgraceful people. You did the right thing. I am actually blown away, and I am so so proud that Alabama is in the union. We'll be right back. It's the world's only twenty four hour talk radio app. It's the morning drive. Shake it. Chiggity. 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 You guys want to, yo, you want to, you want to hear about the best news? Always. <clears throat> you know, I got myself into a little bit of a recruiting violating scandal. Oh, right. <laughs> I heard about that. Adrian Martinez, who I believe is the 65th best player in the country, not the 65th, not, not the, blah, blah, blah. Not the 65th best quarterback, the 65th overall guy. Who's What number quarterback is he? I don't know. He's probably three He's or four. He's pretty good. What high school did he go to? He didn't play one down this year. What? And is still the 65th best Why overall player. Why did he player. not play it down? Little shoulder issue. But okay. his junior year, he had 3,200, he had 32 teeters, 1,700 yards rushing. He's a dual threat. He's the perfect fit in Scott Frost's new offense at Nebraska. He's a local boy. He's to the not, L.A. area, right? Yeah, he's in he, a, he lives in Santa Margarita or oh, somewhere. Oh, that's where I live. Okay, okay great. He's from Fresno. That's what I meant. Same shit. Not somewhere, the same at all. Yeah, not really completely not different. different. <laughs> well, no, somewhere outside of Los Angeles. Right. Correct. So, okay. <laughs> in that, yes, in that way you were right. She lives in the same place as Zombie lives. Somewhere yeah. outside. For neighbors. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anywhere outside of L.A. is just California. Got it. Okay. So he, the, just to recap. I saw him because I, 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 I spent time 
focusing on the Nebraska recruits around this time because we got to get kids to come play for us. Scott Frost is the most exciting uh, coaching hire in the country. He comes home to Nebraska where he won a national title, and he's out on the recruiting trail. And so I was just looking around at some of the guys that we really wanted, and this Adrian Martinez guy was the dude. He's the one guy that we're after. He was committed to Tennessee. Tennessee had a coaching shakeup, and then the fans revolted on the coach they hired. It's chaos there. So he was like, I'm going to go take a visit to Nebraska, Adrian Martinez, because you can do whatever you want until you sign on the dotted line. And so then I tweeted out, yo, man, go to Nebraska, and I'll get you you tickets to Tyler on the 30th, and I'll get you front row to Mac. Right, entice him to come your way. Entice him to go to Nebraska. I ran it by by Mac and Tyler. They said no problem. (laughs) They did. I got the text. I swear to God, I got the text. Of course. I'm not going to. So I send that out on a tweet, and then the entire world comes down on me. Every person from Tennessee is like, that's a violation. That's a violation. That's Because they knew. I guess they, they felt knew. They felt like they were going to lose them. They knew the rules, and so then they're putting, then they're tagging the NCAA, NCAA rules violations. Then I get a DM from the Nebraska recruiting guy who says, shut up. Don't talk to this kid. Do you get that? Really? Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, the the, the, the compliance. compliance officer from the University Le- of Nebraska sent me this. Leave the recruiting to the coaches, they told him. Shane, <laughs> this is what they said. Shane, hope this message finds you well. We've been notified by several individuals and entities regarding a tweet you sent to a prospective student athlete. As several people pointed out, it is not permissible under NCAA rules to provide a benefit to a recruit in return for the recruit committing to attend the institution. So here's my question, and it goes on to say, we appreciate your love and fan support, but still let us deal with it, all right? Now that he's committed, can I just give him tickets? You should not give him tickets at all. You should not touch. You should really not ever Ever talk to to him him again. again. Yeah. You probably should not even ever, like, if there's an opportunity for you to meet him, you should say no. Do you think that they, do you think the NCAA has looked into me? Yeah, I think they will or they they, now they that he's committing they to Nebraska, yeah, they'll look they'll into take it. a look at all of this. Yeah. Okay, well, NCAA, fuck you. He might even get They're listening. a question. <laughs> They're probably listening. Yeah. He might even get a question from the NCAA. Do you know this man? Have you, Who is Shane Because Powers? didn't you Aww. also say that he liked the tweet? He liked the tweet. He took, And that's why all that's the Tennessee when the whole thing kids went crazy. saw it because they were following him. And Correct. it says... And so, and the fact that he liked that tweet probably pissed them off. And that's what started the whole like roller coaster. Were... And the, the bottom line is that I saw today he is committed to Nebraska. So he is going to go play and quarterback. Liked, and you liked. <laughs> and you I, liked. I, I offered him tickets. Yeah. And so now I'm sure they'll take a look at that and ask him if they've ever got anything from me. Right. I will. Be, my name will come out of somebody's mouth in regards to and talk to that kid, the starting quarterback for the University of Nebraska. Then now, how about this? I'm when so he, geeked out, you, I can't even you, see straight. With best case scenario, this kid comes to Scott Frost. You guys win a national championship. He goes to the NFL. No, no. Someday. <laughs> when it's all over, someday I'm going to walk up to him and go, I got a really funny story to tell you. And he'll laugh. He'll know who you are. He will absolutely remember and know who I am. I am, and by the way, he seems you, like a great kid. 
I, I'm so excited he's coming to play for us. And then I did. I sent out a little bit of a fucking tweet. I was like, must have been the tickets. Right, right. By the way, if, you... If you're listening, I I don't know this kid. I've never spoken to him. I didn't give, or give him no tickets. I don't know. He don't know. But he's coming to Nebraska, and it's definitely the tickets. How about this? He graduates, right? National championship goes the NFL. Oh, no, he's going. He's going to eat. By the way, he ever comes to L.A., he's never spending a nickel. Right, right, right. Every restaurant How he wants this? to eat in. But you... Could spend the money, like buy him a dinner, or and they could then get the recruiting violation still. Wait, from years past? Yeah, th- that's how no. they. Yeah, I think so. No, when he's graduated and goes away, he'll be like, no. They would investigate it, and I would say, listen, I waited six years for this kid to go through the thing. You offer the guy $5,000, you don't give him the $5,000 until he graduates from the school, then you give him the $5,000. That's a violation. That's a violation. Okay, but there's been no agreement to that. It's just me wanting to give shit to to a, to another citizen. At some point, that's got to. If there was an agreement now, hey, ten years from now when it's all over, I'll give you ten grand, and you guys agree to it, and then they can find that trail. That right. would be a recruiting violation. But you have it on paper. I'm being you on have, the up and up. You, I, well, I know, but you have it on Twitter, right? So if you ever take this kid to a Tyler Creator show oh, no, after no. he graduates, we're going to get our picture taken together. <laughs> Backstage oh, at a, a Tyler show. No. Your national championship could be taken away because of that violation. Hold on Isn't a second. USC? Let, me a- let me ask you. No, no. There was an agreement in place with I Reggie Bush. I understand that, but you technically. They said, Reggie, we're going to pay for everybody's no, lives. Don't worry right, about but it. There is proof that this happened. There is not proof. That, that you put it on paper. No, no. If you're listening to the show right now, and maybe the NCAA will go over the tapes. <laughs> Maybe they'll uh, subpoena the. Maybe they'll subpoena Danny, and Danny will have to send over the episode. Uh-huh. But I'm just here to say right now, I don't have any contact with this kid. That's it was a fun. fun joke on Twitter that got Tennessee all riled up. Right, and now the guy, by the way, is going to the is going to the University of Nebraska. I've never seen this kid, nor have I given him if any. There, if you let's take you back in time to you knew Reggie Bush, and you're like, hey, Reggie. I'll buy you a house if you come to USC. By the way, I'll buy I, your mom a house. By the way, I did know Reggie and hung out with Reggie. Okay. When they were him and Liner, when they were and Alex Holmes, they were all fucking buddies. And Reggie Bush, every time he walked into a room, you knew he was getting paid. This yeah. dude had diamonds coming out of his ears, and he just looked like a man who had been paid. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. His yeah. house, all that shit Living was Living large as a college kid. All of it. And yeah. he just looked like it was all good. He looked like a young, sweet kid, but he had gotten paid off. I ain't give this kid nothing. Right. So, you- but years from now, we're going to a Tyler concert together. <laughs> I think that might be a violation. No, yeah, could it be a violation, it. Danny? Ten years yeah. later, eight years mm-hmm. later, maybe nine. Eight there's years later. no agreement in place. It's just a joke on Twitter. And the NCAA calls me in, and I say, no, I just thought it would be really funny that years later we went to a Tyler concert, yeah. seeing as I almost got him in trouble. They would laugh. It, it, I have done nothing to entice this kid to go to school there. Nothing. I just tweeted. And he's coming. No, but tweets now, they, they called Tweet. up in court. Tweet starts war. I think it's amazing, man. He's, uh, he's coming to my school. Let's get into uh, this scumbag. God, I've been waiting to talk about this creep. Oh, no. I know who you're going to say. You you do? Russell Simmons? <laughs> what? Now, he's uh, he's done, right? I mean, he was done a couple weeks ago with Brett Ratner, but he's really done. Yeah, I guess he probably tried to, like, come out in front of it and say sorry. Like, he thought no one else was going to come forward, but then everyone else did anyway, so. He's got three chicks. One of them says rape. I, rape is such a crazy word. Rape, man. 
you can't you sexual assault, sexual misconduct, way different than rape. This guy evidently, according to this woman, she he was he pushed her down on his bed and fucked her Ugh. against her will. That would be called rape. That sounds like rape to me. That sounds right. That's the capital R word. Russell Simmons, you were always a bad guy. I've always been telling everybody you're a bad guy. You're now officially a bad guy. You're going to go away. Goodbye. End of story. Good night. Do you have anything to say to him? Because you probably won't be talking about him ever again. I don't know if I have anything to say to him. You know, we went over that whole thing about how he was continuing to enslave his own people with that dumb card. Right. That rush card where he was taking money out of people's pockets every month with service fees, using his uh, using his uh, his weight in the black community to get him to sign up for their first-time credit card, and then banging the shit out of him with fees all the time. That was his just getting money off the—it was him getting rich off the, off the backs of black people, using his—it uh, was— that guy's been never been anything but a scam. I watched him be fucking with my own two eyes. I watched him sexually be a creep to a girl at a yoga studio. This guy is the dirt of dirt. You're gone, and you know you're gone, and that's all I got to say about it, you piece of shit. <laughs> well said. Thanks. What's going? Hold on a second. I want to talk about this, though, because we're now entering this new phase where, you know, Chuck Schumer... The minority leader in the Senate, yes, the 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 ranking, the most powerful Democrat in the Senate. I guess there was some kind of a thing circulating where he had been the. They were there was something going around. Yep, they found the accusing court accusing him of sexual assault. Yes. And even the person in question, the supposed victim, is coming out and saying these are fraudulent. I have nothing to do with this. That's not my signature. So here's the deal. We're starting to get into that phase that we talked about a couple of days ago where that woman might may or may not be fraudulently trying to throw that restaurant dude under the bus. Yeah. Now we're going to start getting into the thing where this whole, and we got to keep our eye on the ball because the beauty of the women's movement and the new revolution is great. However, now there's really dark, dark, dark people trying to weaponize it for their advantage. And it sounds like there was some crazy right-wing website dude who created a false sexual assault document because of the current uh, climate. All you got to do is accuse somebody now and they go away, right? Right. So they, they, they were making a false accusation against Chuck Schumer in order to get him thrown out of the Senate we find out that that's a lie. The whole thing is fake. And I believe that uh, Chuck Schumer is now, isn't he suing or he's he filed fi- a police report because that's illegal. That is a felony. That is a felony. You yeah. cannot, you cannot yeah. falsely accuse someone of rape. You can't falsely accuse anyone of anything to the police. You cannot do that. That's illegal. Can you falsely, can I falsely accuse? You can't falsely, I can't just falsely accuse on my Instagram that Courtney raped me four years ago. No. That's a false, that's a felony, is it? Yes. So we're now getting into that situation. This is now going to start to happen. We have had this going on long enough now where people are hip enough in the last 90 days to realize this could do this is, has legs. This movement is real. All I got to do is lie and say something. And I'm now a part of the Me Too movement. Uh, someone's going to read my shit. Like we are, it's, it's, it's so unfortunate that something really this dope 
is now going to start to get convoluted. But I was talking to a friend of mine, this uh, this girl the other day. She's like, Shane, I love the show. And you're so right on about the women's thing. And I want, and you're, you're, it's a breath of fresh air. But she's like, you're a little naive. She's like, I'm a woman. And I know so many idealists. I know so many women that are trying to bag a dude, that are trying to set a guy up, that are trying to like steal their money, that are trying, there are evil women out there that will do this all the time, that will make accusations or say they will and dudes pay them off. This is not a, it's, this is a big, it's, how about this? It's a big, uh, it's a big mishmash of everything. There's lots of stuff going on with this now. And uh, for me, how about, what, what happened with this Morgan Spurlock character? So, He's the director of Super Size Me. Super Size Me, a big CNN show, I believe he does. He actually was the guy that produced the Pistol Shrimps documentary that I was in. Right. But he's he, Mr. Documentary. Well, he his claim to fame was Super Size Me. Super Size Me. And, well, this, and what was Super Size Me for people that he, don't know? By the way, it's a great documentary. He ate nothing but McDonald's for 30 days. Right. And documented himself doing that. And in that 30 days... It started to take a toll on his body. He started to have liver problems just because he wanted to show how gnarly fast food is for you and what it, and what and he actually his documentary was the thing that stopped that supersize thing. You know how you could order a supersize yeah. fry and a supersize yeah, coke. Great. No, that document it was great. <laughs> you would get no, no, big supersize fries. Yeah, those are kind of like, like that. Like nothing better than the supersize fries. However, there was such a blowback from that thing that they stopped selling it. Right. So he was able to affect social change through his documentary, which, by the way, isn't that the only thing you really want out of a documentary yeah. is to affect social change? So he got himself a career as this. He then was given a big production deal. I know he did little mini documentaries on TV. He had a show. He was Inside the document- Man, I believe, is his show on CNN. Okay, so he, you say he's been listening to The Shane Show. He might be. I have a connection to him. Because he came right out. He got ahead of all of it today, right? And he, just ratted on himself? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What would this creep do? Well, you want me to read the whole thing? It's kind of long. Well, no, Not he wrote this thing. long just, give me the nuts and bolts thousand word yeah. thing. And he put all those words on Twitter. Yeah. Correct? So the one I read was that he came How out. How the fuck and- did he do that? That's only 200 characters. Oh, they have this new thing where you could do a whole thread. You just got to put the little plus sign and just keep going Yeah, and so going it's like four tweets, right? Like forever. four long tweets. All right, so Twitter's no longer Twitter. It's still it's Twitter. It's no longer a microblog. Well, you have to police yourself is all. Didn't they call it microblogging? I think that's what they called it back in the day. It was a micro. Well, you were a blogger, Shane. Well, I never heard that. It was a micro blog. That's <laughs> when were, they first yeah, started you're... selling it. You micro blogging, 140 characters. Not anymore. That's over. Yep. I could fucking now. I could type War and Peace on that shit if I wanted to. <laughs> that's now, true. Right? Should. That's All 1,400 true. pages of Mein Kampf. Go for it. Just keep adding the plus, plus, plus. Go ahead. On this show, we just said, hey, maybe you if if you've done something bad, come out and and. You know, confess your crimes, right? Before someone rats before on someone you. rats you out, right? Gotcha. Because because someone rats you out and you apologizing isn't doesn't look it's like Louis C.K. Yeah, nah. Or most people are denying the allegations like that doesn't work either. Clearly. So this guy, I guess, came out on Twitter and said all these other you know accusations and people going down. He was like, he thought, when are they going to come after me? So rather than wait for that to happen, he would get ahead of the of the game. 
and it came out. He wrote a story, and Zombie, correct me if I'm wrong, wrote a story about how he harassed this girl that worked in his office. He would call her sex pants. He would call her hot pants from across the office. Hold right? on a second, Zombie. Just, uh, just because I like, I like listening to all these guys yes, and their, and their yes. moves. Uh huh. Because they, all these perpetrators, they got moves. These predator moves. It's true, they do. Okay, what? Uh, watch me shower. Let me take my pants off in front of you. Like they all got, yeah, they yeah, all got a move, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. A signature mm-hmm. predator move. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy's signature predator move was, hey, sex pants. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you a question. Yes. Let's say you walk in here early to, to tomorrow, uh, Sunday night. And I'm like, hey, sex pants. Uh-huh. And we all laugh at her. Does that make you, on any level, want to engage with me? Uh, does that make you want me? Does that make me think you're sexy? No, that would make me pretty confused. And if you kept doing it, if it persisted, I would start to get annoyed. Like, why are you calling me that? And I would feel disrespected. It just seems so do- dorky and awkward. It does- there's nothing about me calling anybody sex pants that's going to, uh, that's gonna, I would think is going to be like, yeah, I have, to, I have to fuck this guy. Like, uh, no, but I think it's not just that. He probably is saying that and getting a snicker. from. If he's saying it yeah. across the office and everyone's hearing it and he's Morgan Spurlock and he likes the getting the laughs from the group. Okay, I got at news for you. If anybody this- yells across the room and goes, hey, sex pants, <laughs> I'm going to judge them for having terrible game. Yeah, that's I like guess a terrible, funny. It's like a terrible flirt. Isn't that an awful you? Well, you, again, these are the words that he used in his tweets. I'm sure it was a lot worse, actually. Hey, He's not going into all of it. Sex pants. Also hot pants. Hot pants? Isn't that a clothing? That's like an Maybe actual. she wore tight jeans. I don't know. know. Hey, hot know. pants. Hey, sex pants. <laughs> like, I can't even figure out. What if you were out... calling me, like, sex snuggy? Like, that would be weird. Why are you doing that? That would be confusing. I've called you a sperm, but that's, that's not. That's true. But, but you that's look funny. like a sperm. I really enjoyed that. I, I laugh about that later. <laughs> but I feel like if he was like, hey, sperm. <laughs> get me my coffee. Like, that's not. Right, hey, sex pants. Bring me my coffee. Yeah, that's Why weird. would you why even pants, say that? Why, why okay, are they sex So pants? I guess this girl didn't like it. <laughs> okay, Okay, clearly. she went into his office and quit. And he's saying this on Twitter, and then she asked him for money, or she would go and tell people that this is how he treated her. Wait, and that he was calling her sex pants? Yeah, or whatever the, the, whatever the sexual harassment was, and he agreed, because he didn't want that to come out, he agreed to pay her the money she wanted, so he mm-hmm. says this on Twitter, and says he needs to look at himself and be better, right? And then I'm sure he goes into other Now stuff. listen, I know we're knee-deep in the women's movement, and we are. We are with all of our hearts and souls. I do know this. Athletes, there are some athletes that have a certain amount of money put away every year by their agent because when they go on the road and they travel and shit and they have sex with women, a lot of times women will be like, if you don't if you don't pay me off, I'm going to tell your wife. If you don't pay me off, I'm going to tell the press. If you don't pay me off. And so they ha- they're they literally athletes with side funds. Well, that's not good, though. For their sexual sexual exploits. Yeah. Okay, so. I don't want to hear about that and because I feel if I did, I would not respect that athlete. So maybe I do want to hear about it. I'm just letting you know that that is sort of modus operandi. Like, I'm going to go. If I'm a single athlete and I'm rolling around the country playing ball and I have sex with a woman more than likely or not, there's going to be some kind of a reach out and a claim, and a lot of times guys just uh, well, don't you think the behavior of that person anyway is bad because they're cheating on their wife? A, 
that's. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to have to pay or or deserve, you know, but listen, if I was an athlete and I was out there on the road, I would be having consensual sex. And when I did have it, if they wanted to rat me out, I'd be like, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I yeah, didn't do but you wouldn't wrong. be che- you wouldn't be cheating on your wife, right? That, but I mean, so that's the one. If you're making that, if you're saying you're putting a fund away because you know you're going to cheat on your wife because the mistress is going to tell your wife, so here's some money. That's not good. I just listen. I just know that there are women out there that are that are that. I know there are women that go and post up. At, I was talking to a buddy of mine who played sports. There are women that def- figure out when teams are going to be in the, the city. And then there's the local bar where the guys, they all, everybody in the city knows that's where the guys go after the game, and they go to those bars to hunt athletes. Well, listen, b- uh, baseball players make a lot of money. They're probably cool dudes. I mean, that's fine. But when if they're going for married men, which I'm sure most of them are, they don't. There's not a woman in the fucking bar that's caring about yeah. what the dude's marital status. I know. Well, you I mean what? You not want to know that? I guess I know. I think I used to feel that way because I look up to athletes, but now I don't feel that way. I want to know. <laughs> Yo, I w- you need to sit down and have like a fifteen minute discussion with Courtney because, because your heart tell will be, me your heart about, will be your heart will be smashed. I think I knew that that, that, that guys pieces. just that Major League Baseball players because they're on the road all the time cheat on their wife. The thing that makes me feel a little bit better is that wives a lot of time when you know you're marrying a Major League Baseball player, you know that this is probably happening. Right. And, and here, you're okay with it. How about this? If I was a wife and I married an athlete and I was like I for some reason wanted to get married and I had to get married now while you were still playing because that's what I need for me in my head or whatever, I would then if I was I would I would like to think if if I was that woman, I would have to understand or I would have to marry this guy under the belief that I would be okay with whatever he did. Right, but I also know that there are athletes out there that don't cheat on their wives. Of okay? course. And there there are good people out there playing baseball, and I look, you know, those are the people I look up are to. Are people or athletes that cheat on their wives, are they bad people? I think so, unless you're in a relationship with a wife. Zombie, are they bad people? I mean, definitely they're doing a bad thing when they're cheating on their wife, that's for sure. Okay, but does that make them a bad person? Oh, uh, well, I'm, it makes them, like, they're abusing someone, so, I mean, you can draw your own conclusion okay, there. Okay, can we not take it down to the fucking darkest part of the Why? morass? Well, you just asked me. I, I, you didn't I, like the word abuse? I guess it's abuse. It's it emotional abuse. So people that cheat in your but head are not, not bad people. They're just making a choice bad to, uh, to uh, you know, emotionally affect someone else, but it's not making them a bad person. I don't, listen, I don't... Uh, Everyone has to live with cheating one way or the other, right? I know a lot. I got friends of mine that cheat, and it doesn't bother It doesn't bother them. And it actually, their lives are even better, right? They're great husbands, they're, uh, and they have this other thing, and they're yeah. smart about it, and they do their thing, and, like, and, and people know about it, but, you know, and we don't, and nothing, it's like a little bit Italian, you know, like good yeah, fellas. You're right. And then there's other people, and they're not bad people. They're not. Could they be? Could they be classified a bad husband? Sure, right. But I think a bad husband and a bad person are two different two different things. That's fair. Okay. I don't listen. If I was a twenty seven year old athlete who's just been handed eighty five million dollars, and his if he's a pro athlete, he's got himself a I would imagine a decently attractive physical frame. And he's 27, and he's I, he's like, ah, you know what, my high school sweetheart, she needs the security of marriage. 
uh, I'll fuck it. Let's get married, right? And now she's safe and she's got the home and we're going to have kids and all that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how these, I, I never had to go through that. I've never walked into a room and had every woman want to fuck me. Right. I don't know what that's like. I don't think it's good for men to have that uh, power. I don't think women walk into a bar, they can fuck anybody they want. For the most part. When Zombie Baby walks into a bar, she fuck whoever she... If, if Zombie Baby's like, I want to get fucked tonight, she walks into a bar, she's getting fucked. There are hundreds of dudes that want to get fucked, <laughs> and they walk into their bar, and they, me... I, you know, when I was single, I'd be like, man, I wouldn't mind getting laid tonight. I walk out into a bar, it's still a question. <laughs> at 10 o'clock <laughs> like i don't know i mean it's a shot you know what I mean? but there's a yeah. i'm a man it gets complicated for a man when he gets that pussy pass thing like when he just when he ha- can get laid the way that a woman gets laid it fucks their head up man their intimacy gets all out of whack and it's just there's lots of bad things that happen yeah, as a result I, of it. okay you've got me they're not bad people do you think they're bad people zombie i like them no, but I, there's like, I mean, that's a, like not a fair question to ask me because there are a lot of people that do really, really bad stuff who I still wouldn't call bad people. I just think that they did a really bad thing. So it's like, I mean, you could totally be like, no, they didn't. They're not bad people. But yes, what they're doing is bad. That behavior is definitely Daddy, bad. Daddy, are they bad people? What if they donate a lot to charity, but then cheat on their wife? I think, I think I'm with Shane a little bit. They're a bad husband, but as a person, I don't think they're bad people yet. All right. They're still bad. nice to little those kids. People, those people make bad decisions. Correct. Still nice to dogs. Let me ask you a question, Zombie. Does it even matter that he got out in front of this? Don't You don't care, right? You still think he's a scumbag? Does he get any extra Is points? Is his career over? Does he get any extra credit for coming out unbeknownst and having nobody push him out? Oh, well, I mean... In the first place, I don't know why you're making it seem like I'm, like, so hateful because I was the one that was talking to you guys. We were all on the same page about someone should come forward, and then we would be cool with that. So Yeah, I'm not being hateful. I'm asking. You're, you're asking me as if you you know what my answer is going to be, which, like, it's not at all. Like, I definitely I mean, I'm grateful that he did this. Is he that the worst to. of his behavior, just the screaming hot pants and sex pants? Or is there No, because <laughs> earlier on here he had talked about how he, um, it was like a, someone had written a short story about him. Um, she had accused him of rape because of how the encounter went. And I guess in his mind, he didn't rape her. In her mind, she did get raped. Because of the encounter? Can that happen? Ooh. Yeah, that happens a lot. You can be having an encounter, and one person could be having the encounter and thinking this is just violent. And uh, Well, no, if, and if at any point she said no and he kept going, that's rape. That's right, the classic right definition yeah, of rape. Says, Even if they had started consensually. But if they were having rough sex... And it was violent, and there was like an it was like a whole thing that was happening, and they were like, "No," and he was like, "Shut up," and she was like, "I like it," and like, and, and then it's over, and somebody's like, "Yep, you raped me." He slipped it in the wrong hole. That's the other thing. Let me no, no. Let me ask you a question, because you, and then we'll get in. Because the Kobe Bryant guy, he got off. Well, he had to pay the chick. He paid her, right? Yeah. He paid her a lot of money. A lot of money. But he did not go to jail. No, they dressed, She dropped the charges. Do you think he raped her? No, I don't think he raped her. I don't think he raped her either. Do you think he raped her? No. This is what happened. She was chasing him. He Probably. was he was in Denver at a game. He was staying at the resort. She was chasing the sh- or he was there for some off-season surgery. She was chasing the shit out of him. He's like, "Fuck it, let's do this." And then he tried to put it in her ass, and I don't think that that went over very well. 
I think that's when it all went south. Yeah. For him and her I've, I've and that, ex- that one. Yeah. in that in that experience. Huh. Yeah. Because in Colorado, they don't like black people fucking their white daughters. That is a no no in Colorado. And he he had if he would have had a jury, he would have gone to right to fucking prison had he been guilty of rape. Let me ask you a question. Does it matter, zombie, that she had another cat semen in her panties? Why would that matter? I don't know. It just it doesn't just, matter. It, does. it just means that she was getting around. Right. You're right. You're right. There was blood on her panties and on his shirt. Why do we think that he didn't do it? Well, I don't know. I mean, he she could have been a very tiny girl and he could have had a very large unit. <laughs> He's a mamba, you know. And he could <laughs> He is the mamba zombie. And it could have been a it could have been a painful experience for her and then she might have felt bad about it afterward. I just say, you know, again, I and that was that, well, is is that did you hear that somewhere? Like I that? heard that he tried to place it into another area, and she was not receptive to that at all. I've okay, so but, so then she did say no, don't do that. I don't. Eddie. I wasn't in the room. <laughs> I wasn't catching. But if the, she said I wasn't, no, don't I, do that. He still did. I, it, I wasn't chick herning the experience. <laughs> like he was in already, and he slipped out and went to the other one. She's and like, she's no. like, no, and he kept going. He went in that. That's one. right. But he was already. But no, if he it, was already listen, in her. Listen, if he was inside her and then decided to go high road yeah. on her. And she said no, and he kept doing it. That's rape. Yeah. Period. Right. Right? Well, we don't know. Yeah. So, it, was in, it was in, in, in the dark, and he just put it in the wrong. Listen, man. God only knows. Yeah, it, <laughs> by the way, she definitely could have bled if he had been too big. Yeah. Correct? Zombie? Um. Yeah. I get, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Just I mean, how about this? For one time in your life, I know this is going to be very hard. <laughs> And you've but never just, seen Kobe play. So. <laughs> but just for the sake of the show, okay? Uh, Try uh-huh. to lean into the ju- – and this is all hypothetical. I want you to lean into the perpetrator side instead Ew. of the victim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so is it possible that she was obsessed with him and knew he was st- – she worked at the resort he was staying at? She – from what I understand, stalked him basically at the resort. She brought him something when it wasn't her job to do it, but she like told the guy, I'll bring it up to him. Mm-hmm. She brought up the stuff. Then there was a discussion. Then there was some consensual activity happening. And then there was something happened that was not good for anybody. And then she did not go to the cops until three days later. Mm. Is this, could this be, could it? I'm not saying it is. I'm saying he's a terrible rapist. That's where I stand on it. But could it be a situation where a girl wakes up regretful and she then shifts that into I was raped so that she doesn't have to take responsibility for her behavior? Um, that's a really weird thing I'm to asked, think I that just, someone I, would do because think about it from her perspective. If she didn't want to take responsibility, I was just, no, hold on. Her, I was just asking you to lean in. As I know. The, I'm trying to give you an answer. So, like, from what you're asking me is like from her perspective, what would have had to happen is like she regrets what happens and she's thinking, I'm gonna not take responsibility about this by coming forward and having everybody scrutinize me for the rest of my life. It's not like she just tells one lie. She still to this day I don't if it's think, not true, I don't still think, has to maintain that lie. I don't this think I don't think the, I don't think that women I don't think women that do the regret rape thing 
I don't think they play the tape through. I think they wake up in the morning, they feel shitty about what they've done, and then as a result of not wanting to take responsibility for making a bad decision when a consensual encounter happened, they feel bad about themselves, they don't know how to take responsibility for that, so then they create this idea that they that the somebody did something to them. I agree with you. And then they turn that into rape. That can happen sometimes, but the thing about that is that like so many times when that happens, like so many people are coming at you and attacking you that you crack under the pressure. Like so many people who make that lie don't see it through till the end of their life. So the fact that this has been going on for years and she's still like nobody can prove that it was a lie makes me think that for sure she, this happened. Do you think she got raped, Banks? Um, <laughs> you know what? Grab your nuts. Grab your fucking balls. I don't know, but I feel like, uh, based on the circumstances, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea, and I, 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 I want to believe you, God came down, and He needs you to say, make a yes or yes, no call. Yes, you're such a pussy, Danny. No, you don't think he got. You don't think he raped her. No, I don't think he raped her either. I think that he there. The, there was a bad situation all the way around. I don't know though. Right. Don't don't put me in. You know he's he, listen. He's retiring. God, two, that didn't come. He's down, retiring right? two numbers tonight. Okay, congratulations, Kobe, on the retirement of number no, eight. Eighteenth. Oh, I thought it's tonight. Not eighteenth. When they play Golden State, it's on. Was that okay? Let's hear about this one. I want to know: Is this playing God Zombie? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get me in on this one. I gotta, <laughs> I got, I want to know what the fuck's going on with this guy. Oh, this is bizarre. This is, hold on, let me get the thing. Playing God, okay. This is bizarre. A UK surgeon admits assaulting patients by signing his initials on their livers. Huh? A British surgeon has admitted assaulting two patients by burning his initials into their livers while he was doing their transplant operations. Brandon him. <laughs> you know how you lay the cement at your new house? Uh-huh. And for like, yeah. you put your initials in the shit to be like, and then wow. 10 years later, you're like, oh, there's SP. Evidently, this dude was doing a liver transplant and he was like, oh, this is good work. And he <laughs> fucking put initials of his, of his initials on the people's livers. He did the work like a painter. Like a painter, <laughs> like a signature. Yeah, like yeah a, you can't do that. Why not? That's assault. Hold on. Why? <laughs> Because it's a it's a human body. Who cares? It's not hurting the liver. Right? Liver's fine. No one's fine. ever gonna see it. No one's ever gonna it's, see it. It's the inside. shit's inside. No, I don't care if anyone's gonna see it. It'd Wait a be minute. Like First you... of all, we got many things to argue here. First of all, is it even a problem? Yes. Why? Because I didn't say you could do that. Right, but you didn't say there's about 14 different things that I'm gonna do. Where so I... because you so do this procedure I'm the for surgeon. me, I'm the surgeon. Yeah. When you've signed, I'm doing the thing. There's going to be 14 different decisions I'm going to have to make, right? Okay, yeah. Like, uh, okay, we're we're having a problem here. The only way out of this solution is if I do this thing, and if uh-huh. I do this thing, you might have constipation for the rest of your life. <laughs> cool. Okay, so I make that decision, yeah. and I do that. Okay. Okay. What's the problem with me signing my phone? Because, because you got to put that in the thing I'm signing, and if that's in there, I'll Why? sign Because I'm not saying you can do anything else, because your decision to write your initials does not... Uh, increase or decrease. What about, what about when you and your girl go, let's say, go to Venice Beach uh-huh. and you sit one of those painting people things yeah. like, and they paint you. And, okay. And they put their signature in the bottom. Yeah. Be like, hey, I don't want the signature. I just want the paint. 
that's not a my picture. body. <laughs> right? And I didn't sign a call either. And I didn't sign a document saying that if I had to sign a document for you to do the painting, right. and you're like, I have to sign my name huge for you to do, it, I'd be like, No, I'll go to this other guy. All right, hold on. It says well, Simon. Affect you. Yeah, hold on a second. We're going to get back into it. It says Simon Bramhall pleaded guilty Wednesday to two counts of assault in a case a prosecutor called without legal precedent in criminal law. So this has never happened before. Like <laughs> I bet. It never happened in the history of the law. audacity of this guy. But the thing that's really cool about precedent is that it's very important because once you set a legal precedent, then it's how everything else is judged, right? Yeah, he's so at he's at the bar. So we do not. We've never. I guess they had to decide whether that was fucking assault good. or not. Yeah, good. I got okay, so let's argue this case. Go ahead. How the hell did they find out? Well, I'm sure that the, another I, colleague turned him in. They saw it on the table before he put it in the body. Oh, <laughs> what is this? Okay, zombie baby, is it assault? I, you know what? It feels weird, but then I'm also reading it, and it says the marks usually disappear by themselves. That they don't even stay. No, it's it, not the, even like it, you got I'm it sure out too. No, no. First of all, the liver is the most regen. <laughs> Believe me, I, I know this one. Okay. It's the most regen- regenerative organ in your body. Like yeah. my my liver was jacked when I got sober. I was a little bit yellow. I was having. I had my bleeding weird, and I had some some uh, and motor skill trouble. I had a little bit of anyway. My liver is a hundred percent fine. It like will take care of itself inside of six months to a year. It's uh-huh. like you got a new liver. Yeah. So. The 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 initials, uh-huh. they're gone. Okay, I feel like still you you shouldn't be able to do it without permission. You need permission. They're gone. You need permission for what? What is it? Why? It's my body. That's my liver. Okay, great. Then don't ask me to be the surgeon on it. I'm gonna okay, well, cool. if I knew I'll you would put your surgeon. initials on it, then well, I would. Why have do you have a do... problem with it? Because you, know, you didn't ask. That's all. If you, someone had asked body. me like, "Hey, can I put my initials on your liver?" Because I'm gonna operate on it, I probably would have even let you. Okay, so I have to ask you. What, for sure. I don't understand why I have to ask you about that. There's because a, it's, this whole thing is my body. Okay, but there's 56 different decisions I'm gonna have to make but, in the course yeah, but, of the surgery that I'm not gonna ask yeah, you. Yeah, but about. I gave you permission to make those decisions. I didn't give you permission to put your initials. Yeah. You didn't make me. You didn't. No. First of all, I don't listen. I've done many surgeries. <laughs> when you go in there, I would imagine it's sort of a Rubik's cube, right? If you're doing a thing and then, oh, it's starting to bleed there. Yeah. 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 So then it opens up into eight different things, and then I make a decision to stop that, and then when I stop that, oh my god, he might have paralysis okay. on the yes. left. Like, yes. So you're making decisions those constantly are all, like, protocol, on the though. You on the fly. in school how to do that. Well, maybe he learned in school. You know, the doctor's <laughs> like, listen, you want to be extra gangsters? Drop your fucking initials on the organ. Like, what? And we all like. Yeah, again, I would find another surgeon. The other dogs were hating. It's, uh, the doctor was hating. He was hating. By the way, if I was, if you he wanted were, his job, <laughs> if you told me that and we were like liver doctors together, I'd be like, "You're a fucking G. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. That's what I would do." Everybody yeah. would just have initial liver. Why? Why but do you need to it, do that? Well, first of all, well, first Ego? of all, well, first of all, getting back to the God complex, uh-huh. I got to imagine if you're a doctor and you're good, and everybody waits in line for you because you're the best guy at it. And your job is to save a human being's life, and you consistently do that. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine there's a pretty big ego involved in that. Okay, and a god complex can occur. You'd lay in bed and go, "My job is to I can take and give life at the uh, with my skill level." I'm sure that there is a there's it was definitely ego, 
right? That's an ego-based action, doing that. And I'm sure that that guy has probably lived his whole life for the last 20 years of his professional career saving lives. They said he did it at least two times. They said it required at least some skill and concentration, and it was done in the presence of colleagues. So he fucking, he, he, ta- he no he, thanks. He gave him an audit. He was like, yo, guys, get in here. We did a great job on this one. Hold no. on a second. Squad. Fucking sign my name. Yeah, See, I think if it is like, hey, guys, watch this. I'm going <laughs> to sign my name you on the You don't have a problem with it, zombie. If you, you ask feel me for permission, like you're supposed to. If you ask me for permission, chill. Put your initial there. You did a cool thing. But not if you didn't ask me permission. And now there are people around watching you do this thing that you don't have permission to do. By the I way, it's like all it. ego. It's like his fans. Yeah. It's like a, it says, Bram Hill used an argon beam coagulator. What is that, the fucking flux capacitor? Which <laughs> seals which seals bleeding blood. It was like a soldering iron. He used like a little soldering yeah, a pen and yeah. put fucking uh, D- yeah. <laughs> DC, SP. I would do it. Okay, so, uh, Vanger, you think that's wrong? Yes. Okay, and what should be the penalty? What should be the penalty? It's assault, according to you. If the person was okay, then your your medical license is suspended and you got to go through some sort of probation. Okay, so this is a phenomenal liver doctor. There's not many of them, I would imagine, that, the are, that are great. How about this piece of evidence? Following reports of his suspension, his former patient told the, the male that the surgeon should be immediately reinstated. She says, even if he did put his initials on a transplanted liver, is it really that bad? I wouldn't have cared if he did it to me. The man saved my life. Bang. Bang. Suspe- now. Suspend your medical license. For how long? I don't know. How long has it been suspended for so far? Mm, a this month. Looks like... Three weeks. That's you got to have up. some sort of penalty because you can't keep doing that. Do I don't what? care if you're saving. Why can't you? Because you're not you... asking permission. If you want to ask permission, <laughs> then really? do that. Right. It's You're never going to know. Okay, that's evil. It's I don't, never, why are you doing never things, things do, I don't want to know? It's never <laughs> Why does it care? Because it it's never going to do anything it's to hurt you. It's my body. It's, it's not going to hurt because you. Because if it might. Yeah, but that body is fucking working because of this dude. So yeah. then put the in the writing, I'll hire you if you want to do that. If you do that without my permission and I'm paying you all this money, I'm not in on it. Okay, well, you're, first of all, okay, you're not paying. The insurance company's paying, but how about this? <laughs> if I had insurance. Okay, how about this? I'm the best liver surgeon in the world. I'll okay. do your shitty surgery, you yeah. asshole. But I'm signing my name to your Fine. liver. Because these other guys can't do it, but at least you told me. But why do you care? So you want to be told. You're yeah, fine. you well, just want to be told. It. I'm fine with it if I if, know if every, you're everything you're doing. Because well, this decision you're making is not affect is not increasing my chance to live. What if he does it and he tells you he didn't? What if, what if he did it and tells you afterward? What if you're like recovering and you're like, hey, doc, thanks. If for I'm s- fine, by the then way, I don't thank- care. Okay, but, if but I, we've already determined that it's never hurting you. It is possible that it could. It's not. It's impossible. Well, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. But what he, if you're signing it and you fuck up? Well, first of all, first of all, this guy is a liver surgeon. I get. I don't it. think he's but signing because you're a good liver surgeon. Doesn't mean you could do whatever you want to my liver. Well, no, he knows everything there is to know about the liver. He's not trying to hurt anybody by the signature. Why? I and would ask why, bro. The, why? Because, why do you want to sign? Because your name I'm on fucking it? cool and save lives. No, I'll hire someone else, Dick. <laughs> Because okay. now you're using because I need you to do this, and I don't like that. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, great. so I'll try someone else who's just, you know, great. second best. Go for the second rate, dude. Cool. You're mm-hmm. an asshole, bro. Why? Because I just want to sign my yeah. liver? Yeah. Why do you care? Because, sign his work. Because it's my work. It's my artistry. I have spent the last 25 years of my life yeah. 
trying to perfect this Okay, beautiful then, piece well, of art. Then so go that be you an artist, bro. Don't be a fucking doctor. Right? Well, Take a picture of it. Send me a picture. Surgery is an artist. Yes, yeah, surgery is then an artist. Then go be an artist where your name is recognized on artists. Is no pitching, one else is does pitching this. Pitching an art form. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is this an art form? Yeah, but pitching's not saving people's lives. So I would argue there's a blurred line between saving people's lives and art. Right, but I'm not even talking about the saving of the life. The actual procedure of the liver. Yeah. There's a lot going on there, and I'm sure Great, some bro. are better than I'm others. I'm not into it. Other people might be. <laughs> Zombie, are you mad at him if he does it? And without telling you, after you wake up, you're like, I just saved your life. Your liver looks great. I'm the only guy that could get this done. I signed my name to your liver. It'll go away in two months, but I just loved it because I thought I was dope. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I need you to ask me before. I need to have the, the thing about it is I need the opportunity to tell you no Danny, so that I consent. You don't give a fuck. with it as long as it's working. <laughs> yeah, you're too high strong, man. <laughs> you're too get nah, to until someone until he does that and he fucks someone's liver up. He's not. He would. He would. He knows that it's not hurting the liver. He's not doing. He's not. I get it, but even the best surgeons make mistakes. So if he's signing his name because he's an ego, liver? and he like someone says, "Hey, John," and he fucks up the liver. Okay, but he could do. <laughs> he could do that in the surgery. I gotta believe there's not many people going, "Hey, John." So let's limit the opportunities in him that he has to do this. All right. What do you, Todd? What do you think? What does that have anything to do with whether the guy should sign his name to the liver or not? He's saying because it's so expensive and you you're paying know. so much money, you should have every piece of knowledge because of how expensive uh, and how much. I happened. think you guys are just way too fucking high strung. If my, how about this? My ACL guy, if he would have rolled in because I had my ACL repaired, yeah. if he'd have been like, yeah, I gave, I gave my, I autographed it. I would have laughed and been like, that's hysterical. You should have. This shit works great. That's hysterical. Right. Did you and really? I guess I would think to myself, okay, hey, works great until it doesn't work great. And I'm like, fuck, is it because you sign your name? I, I would How never. Did, I would, I don't, is I it would because tr- you sign your what name on my name? little dick on it. I would trust that the doctor would not do anything that would hurt the thing. And if he can get away with doing it and it doesn't mean anything, yeah. he, that's why he would I'd get... say I need more common practice of people signing their livers. Well, I'm the first one to do it, which makes your liver even cooler. I guess I'd that's be... the thing, too, is that I trust you to not sign my liver. But right? Why, like, that's but so why weird. You, but why that act, that action is... I don't understand why you're so hung up on that. Because, because why so aren't you telling me? You're like, telling me com- everything else you're going to do except you don't tell me that you're going to sign your name and, on my liver? And no, but, it's completely gratuitous. Like, you don't need right. to do that for so any reason. She, she's arguing, which I, I, I still don't... I, I would be fine with it. It's the idea that you're using my body as some kind of weird, gratuitous, ego-driven right. thing to to hype your own self up without my knowledge feels grimy to me. Yeah. And that's why I don't like it. So please don't do that again. I guess I could get with that, but I think that, like, clearly, she's a little high-strung. Well. You're a little fucking high-strung. I would be fine with it. I would have laughed. You know that when right before I went in for my ACL, they they gave me a pen, and right before I went out, they said, "Will you please initial the knee we're working on?" Mm-hmm. And common. I was like, "I was like, what the fuck's this all about, right?" So I put I, <laughs> I, I signed my initials on my left knee, uh-huh. and as I'm going out, I'm like, "Why the fuck are you doing that?" He's like, "We just want to make sure we're doing the right one." Right. I was like, "Wow." <laughs> and then you passed out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, that's so good. You probably actually didn't really pass out. You kept talking for a little while. That's Is that what they do? You keep yeah, mumbling? Yeah. yeah, they take away your memory first, and then your consciousness goes away after. By the way, I almost died in that surgery. You had vodka. Because of the vodka. It was the oh, stupidest yeah. thing that I ever did. Play a song. We're going to come back and do Vangerville in the Sports Minute and get out of here. I think everybody's got to lighten up. Just sign everybody's surgery. Sign Every, it's common practice these days for the doctors to <laughs> sign their name on your surgery. I would find it kind of gangster. As a matter of fact, every time you get a surgery, they're going to tattoo the doctor's signature on that part of your body. So everywhere you go, that part of your body's got a doctor's tattoo. <laughs> I go, listen, oh, look, it's John. That's outward. I don't want, I don't want, that's, that would be you putting a piece of ink on me so that everyone else can see. Oh, because people can see it. That bothers you. No, no, I'm saying that you're changing my physical appearance without my, without my. That's true. You're changing my physical appearance. What if I'm Jewish? And I don't do tat. You're changing. That's different than my physical outward appearance. You're changing that. Just because no one sees it, you're okay with it. Well, because it's not changing my physical appearance. It's just some gangster surgeon going, I'm dope. Yeah, I'm cool. I want that surgeon. The surgeon that's signing the liver, I want the dude that's that badass working on my liver. He's confident. He's confident. He's an idiot. <laughs> He's not. You got to just relax. He's definitely not doing anything to hurt you, Vanky. All right, when we get back, Vangerville in the Sports Minute. What is this song? This is Sleepy Time, man. Yeah, this is a uh, new N-E-R-D. Oh, cool. Is this record out? Featuring Kendrick Lamar. Oh, shit, little Pharrell and Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, but this will go right to the top of the charts. Did Ali do this record? Probably not. Not this one. Oh, because the NERD's got their own dude? Yeah, they got their own dude. And then Kendrick just comes on and raps on it. Yeah. Guy. He All probably right. mixed Kendrick's verse or his raw vocals. So Kendrick has a verse that Ali would mix? Yeah. And then they ship that mix that went over to the song? Yeah. That's how that goes? Or like he just recorded it for him. He'll still be like, I'm the recorder of the So he doesn't go to Nerd Studio and record it and then just have that guy at Nerd max it out? It could happen that way, or it could happen like, yo, Kendrick, I need a verse. And be like, Ali, let's go. Let's go in the studio real quick. Oh, so then so Kendrick might not ever even meet Nerd or Pharrell. Yeah, the collaborations happen like that. So they're like, oh, you want Kendrick because he's hot on this song. They send him the music. Kendrick listens to it for 20 minutes and goes, yeah, I could drop on this. He emails it back. They says, great. He says, Ali, come on. And they do a track, and then they just send it to the thing, and no one ever sees nobody, and there's just a song, and it, and I, it makes me feel like they're singing together in the living room. Yeah. Wow. I don't want to know how they make the – I don't want to know how they make the sausages. I want to – I just want – I want to imagine – so when they make the video of Pharrell and Kendrick, like, hanging out and shit, they could have recorded it and never seen each other. Yeah. I hate that. It should be a law against that, Vanger. You need them all in the same room? It just makes me feel happier. I didn't know I was, like, in my living room going, oh, he needs a verse. Where's my $500,000 check? Blabbity, blabbity, blabbity. I'll eat, check the tape, send it off. Nah. I want him hanging out. I'd say you need to open your eyes. Smoking a little weed. You, I need to open my eyes. You, you need to not shroud. be so high strung. You got a shroud over your eyes. You need to be not so high strung, man, and let people sign your livers when they do a good job. <laughs> Only if they ask for permission. You're absolutely right. Just sign everything. Just keep me alive. <laughs> I don't care. You shouldn't. Yeah, don't care. Keep me alive. Sign everything. But if you fuck up, I get to sue you for everything. Your whole life. Ugh, that everything. Takes so long. Everything. All if, of it. 
if I bleed a little bit out of that, like where you put your J, right? I'm I might get a chance to chop your leg off. First of all, you're not bleeding because it's soldering. The thing that he was using uh-huh. was a tool that they used to if there stop is bleeding. Any bacteria from that tool because <laughs> you needed to do that. Right. And, and no, no, that tool they've been using all day to stop blood vessels blood, from. Yeah. And isn't it like a little laser beam? I thought it's it like was like a soldering you can't iron. Put like bacteria in there. It's like a soldering iron. It's literally in its part. He's been using that for the last seven hours on your liver. Yeah. He's just on the way out. He's like, SP, and out the door. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not a cow. <laughs> you guys are dead. All right, we'll be right back. It's the world's only 24-hour talk radio app. It's the morning drive. Shake them. Yeah, it's so good. Pussy so good. If I could quit my job and fuck you all day shit, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. It's so Bangy. stupid. I like that song. Bangy. That's the stupidest song ever. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, I just heard on the way in that that, uh, Big Sean Metro Boomin record. I don't like that Big Sean. How come? You got something against Big Sean? Not at all. It seems like you do. No, I don't like him until I like him. That's how I do shit around So you just hate him already for no reason. So that's why we're trying to play some songs for you. I know. I hated that song. That song was ridiculous. It's not a song. Yeah, but he's talking about how he would have sex with his girl if he had no job all day long because her fuck my girl all day long. Yeah, because her her pussy's so good. Okay, (laughs) that's why. That's why he wanted it. Got it. Um, Thanks, Max. uh, It's my girl's birthday on Friday. Hey, Hey. but happy birthday, blankety blank. She told me that uh, every day this month's her birthday. Right, that's what girls do. Right? No, that's what well, that's, that's what, what your girlfriend and Paris Hilton do. No, nope, I believe that mo- <laughs> no. every single girl no. in the, their that's month of girl, their birthday. That's your girl and Paris Hilton. Every single day. Uh, so, uh, you know, I couldn't do something for her every day, but I feel like during the week I wanted to do some stuff for her. Jesus. So uh, I took her to the Enchanted Forest of Light uh, I saw, I saw, I saw this thing. I got, I'm not going to lie. It looked kind of cool. Oh, it's really cool. It did. It's it unbelievable. Cool. I Where saw is one this of, fucking place? So it's in this place that I had never heard of uh, called Descanso Gardens. Man, uh, Flint Ridge or something? Flint Ridge, La Cunata, Burbank, Glendale. I think we were in that area of, of town. Uh, certain freeways I don't, I'd don't. i never traveled. The, the two. two. Yeah. <laughs> There's always that sneaky two. Yeah, you're we were like, right by this beautiful USC hospital. No, you, for drive, you drive around your whole life on the freeway system in L.A. and everything's great. You're having the best time ever and things are good. And then yeah. you're like, why am I on the two? <laughs> Where is the two girl? Yeah, the good old two. <laughs> the Glendale two. Yeah, the Glendale two. So we were on that. And uh, I had seen uh, a couple of my friends went and I saw pictures. I'm like, what's that? Did someone- Every single person in L.A. when they get on the Glendale two gets yeah. gets a little on edge. <laughs> That's a little confusing. You're like, why am I on the two? Where is this twilight zone? Am I really supposed to be here? What is the two? Where is this going to go? I'm a little nervous about this. I couldn't tell you where the two goes. And I've lived in this town, you know, most of my life. No, it's that secret. It's like the Bermuda Triangle with LA freeways. You're like, why am I on the two? This is weird. I took the two. Uh, out. It is. You perk up. You're like, fucking two? I'm on the two. two. Am I okay? Out to Descanso (laughs) Gardens. Okay, Descanso Gardens. This is some deep L.A. shit if you're out there listening. If you're in L.A., you're laughing right now. You're like, fuck, every time I go on the two, I get freaked out I'm on the two. Always. So so Descanso Gardens, I guess, when it's not the Enchanted Forest of Light, is just some 
nature garden area where you can go. Weeds, the nonprofit, weeds, right? Yeah, there's weeds. There's a lake. There's all these sure. cool things. But some guy had a great idea to up the general to up the admission and put at lights night everywhere. lights everywhere, cool lights, cool art installations, and the lights are all solar powered. So you're not using the taxpayers' electricity. Sounds great. You're just generating, you know? And so I saw my friend went, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's a great idea. So I took By the girl. way, great marketing ploy for any idiot that would get on the two to go to the Enchanted Garden. <laughs> totally. That kind of person would be very into the solar part. Right. Okay. Exactly. So we go to the Enchanted uh, Force of Light. The tickets were 25 bucks. And we and there's ten different areas you can walk through, and it's the best. I highly are there lots it. of other people walking through? Yeah, it too? lots of people. It's buzzing, like but it. it's scary kind of because they have music in the different. You're in the deep forest, you know. And I took it, my girl to the rain room. What's oh the rain room at the museum? Yeah, you went. Oh, I think I you, to go to I that. Think How you was went it? there, Danny. Right? I didn't you go to the rain room. I went to the mirror room or whatever. I went one. to the rain room. I rolled in there. That shit looks so cool on the Instagrams. Yeah, I thought this is gonna be the coolest thing ever. You roll in there, that shit ain't cool. No, okay. I thought like, it was gonna just, be like a big shower. No, no, it's because it's two hours driving there and parking, and you get in. I mean, it's not two hours. It's on Wilshire and Fairfax, which is the reason why I went. You get in there, and you're there for five seconds. You're like, this is stupid. Let's oh, leave. Good. They canceled my tickets, so I didn't get to go. I was always bummed out. No, right? don't now, be I don't that, this is completely different. You go. We got there. They sell tickets every thirty minutes, so we got there at eight. You go in. You could walk around your leisure, and the place is huge. I know. It's I saw so the big. Instagram story, and I saw one video of you walking yeah <laughs> and your walk looked like you were the walk was this the fuck is this over when can we go no home? that was the walk you which were walking. one was that i don't I remember was it was probably idea. late in the walk but you were like i well, got I it i got the point to this it was we're ready cold to- it was cold mm. uh we actually went backwards because you can you walk in and there's a fork in the road and you can go to the left or you go to the right so we went to the left but i guess you're supposed to go to the right because we were just walking against traffic okay right that's fine but we did the thing uh, and it's, I cannot, I'm going to go back again. Are I'm you gonna really? Go, I'm going to go back again with my family because it's a cool experience. Uh, and Did you spend way too much time there, though? No, we spent about an hour to an hour and a half there. They have little, while long. you're walking, they have little, sh- like, You can't uh, get the gist of this RVs. in five minutes? Well, no, there's ten different installations that are big and fun and interactive. There's oh, one. we're here in the forest. There's a light. It's pretty big. You could do weddings there. Then you go to the next it's one. It's huge. Uh, I bet you, did you look at that place? I haven't looked at it yet. For your wedding, it, when you were looking for reception places, didn't you look for somewhere in Pasadena? Uh, no, no, not Pasadena, Glendale and Burbank only. The two? The two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two. The wraparound. Yeah, go take ahead. the two. Go ahead. So anyway, I highly recommend anyone out there that sees these photos, go look at the photos. It's, I'm 50-50. It's really right. fun. It's, the, it, it's cold, but it's cool because they had hot chocolate, they had hot cider, and no they had booze. whiskey. Oh, they had booze. They have booze. They have Great. wine that you can go, uh, and it's, it's, it was the best. I'm, I'm 50-50 again. on it. Okay. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow, for my girl's birthday, we leave to go to Mammoth. Yeah, I can't wait. So for my this. girl uh, goes skiing. <laughs> She's a pro skier. You've never uh, skied in your life. Ski- she goes skiing every year with her friends. A nine year. I feel like this is who the tenth her, year. Yeah, who are her friends again? Some friends of hers from uh, I think from college. I think a couple <laughs> oh, college boy. friends and, and, and <laughs> oh, uh, a couple other couples. Any dude uh, friends? Yeah, from there's college? dude friends. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But they've been doing this trip, you know. Dude friends. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Dude friends from college. Uh-huh. Nine years. Good friends. Yeah. She fucked these dudes? No. 
<laughs> I, I I don't think so. Have you asked? No, I think I don't. I I think she Do you has. Think told she slept me, with one of no, them. No, I think she's told me that she has not. Uh, Do you think she had a threesome no, with the two? I don't think she had a, has, has any sexual. <laughs> no. Because I feel like if she you had, don't think if, she got closed no, up. by I him? think she, if she did, <laughs> and, and then it would be weird because she you know she wasn't in. So well, I listen, think there's many people that have sexual experiences in college, yeah. and then they find out that they're friends. And they stay friends That's, for many listen, years, and totally, they go on ski trips. It's totally possible. So I just want to know if maybe you're going to, on the ski trip with the old fuck buddies. No, That's all. I, listen, I don't, think so. I don't think that, that's <laughs> happening. I don't think guys, so. Are you homies? Nope, I don't think that. I'm, pretty, I'm, uh, I'm 100% positive <laughs> no that none of those guys will be there. <laughs> no TV. Okay? No TV. Uh, like I think that's worst. not funny. Enough. It's not. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I've never been skiing. Okay, she's a pro skier. All these people are pro skiers. Are the two dudes pro skiers? I'm sure they're very good skiers. Yes. Great. So yes. you're gonna be, you're literally gonna look like the fucking dick rolling down the mountain without knowing what to do. Well, I think. Well, they're like, see you, bro, and they do like a Johnny, a dinner roll over you. I've never been skiing, and one of the reasons why I've never been skiing or, or or snowboarding is because I guess I have this little fear of hurting my knee. That's like my biggest fear in life is hurting my knees. Yeah, I would say there's thousands of torn ACLs on the slopes <laughs> every year. I would imagine that's a that's a healthy fear. So so I just hadn't been ever into winter sports, but. She you know, uh, she is a great skier, and so I want to support that and go, and I'll learn to ski. So I'm going to take lessons. She's setting me up with some lessons. You don't. <laughs> okay. By the way, so you're like the. <laughs> is that I mean? need the visual of this. Like her and her pro fuck buddy college. They're going down the are expert be heading up the thing. Yeah. Bailing down the moguls. Yeah. And you're going to be knock kneed on the bunny hill. Yeah. And she's going to be waving to I'm you? I'm going to be like French Fry's house. Oh, hey, girl. French Fry's house. <laughs> French, French Fry's, fries house. house. Or no, French Fry's pizza. That's great. French Fry's pizza. Right. In and out. Um, so I'm going to, in, 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 you know, she skis. I'm going to try skiing because she's like, you could snowboard. But I don't want to be locked in. But you were saying that sometimes the locked in. I think that the, you, the, the snowboarders have less knee issues. Nah. No, they do. They have worse. Uh, they always the your wrists because when you're on your snowboard, when you land, you your your yeah. instinct is to do that. She, so I think there's a lot of I broken need, wrists. I need in to snowboard. learn how to fall, is what she said. Which that it does not sound fun at all. Yeah, I need that to learn how to fail. Yeah, I need to learn how to fail, fall properly. Uh, my buddy told me a story. Uh, he went skiing with this guy I worked with at Milo. They had a big ski trip up at Milo last year, sure. and he hadn't been skiing since he was a young kid. But that's he had at least skied before and learned. And all the other people were decent skiers, and so people were drinking, they're having fun, and and he's like, "Should I do the expert lift?" And one of the friends was like, "Yeah, just do it. It's fine." So he gets up to the top of the expert lift, and he hasn't skied at all. <laughs> what and and people are whizzing by him, and they're doing it. And so he said he got so scared to, that he was going to get hurt. He just walked down. Yeah, I would not the expert run. I would not do that. That's yeah. full embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you have if you have literally gotten to the point where you take your skis off and the mountain winds yeah. and you're the guy walking down the hill because you couldn't pull it together. Everybody that's going up the thing on the lift is judging you. Yeah, that right. would have been me. That's right. Me. Here's the deal. This is you want to know how I learned how to ski? Tell me. I was I went, hey, let's go on a ski trip. I'm like, great, never been. I'll go. Fuck it. Let's go. I went, everybody went up on the thing. We got got my skis in. They put they they helped me get into the line. Then they helped me get on the chair. I went to the top of the mountain. I got off. They were like, well, you know, they were like, we'll help you and we'll figure at the top of the thing. I got up there and they laughed and they just took off. 
And so I had to learn how to get down the hill. The first time I ever put a pair of skis on, they put me on the top. And it took me like an hour and a half to get down. That's, uh, but I didn't take my skis off mm-hmm. and quit. Well, that was what my friend did. He was using that as a story <laughs> to make me feel better to not, you know, this as an example. This is what you need to do. You got to check them out. Because she might be, you know, listen, people that got those relationships, they never go away. There's always that one moment every couple times a year where she turns you into that dude, right, when you guys are having <laughs> sex. No, stop it. They're going to go up the hill. They're going to do their little magical uh, bonding experience, and they're going to put you on the bunny hill. Yeah, that's true. These are all accurate, Steve. You need to make one run on the bunny hill and then take the skis off and then go get hammered in the fucking uh, lodge. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> that's what you need that to just be. That sounds good. You need to be the bar fly at the, lo- at the lodge. I'm into that. Just get hammered all the I just want to make the effort. I want to make the effort. I want to put the skis on. I want to put, you know, the pants on and the. the this clothes. is an activity that you're having to do because of the first year of the relationship. You don't have to go to this next year if you well, don't I want. Well, I feel it. like a if it was just a ski trip, uh, I would go because it was the first one. But if it's she's doing this every one of her birthdays, I want to be with her on her birthday. I, the, I you know, I, I you know, I go to the. By first the way, one I love the lodge life. The hanging out, <laughs> hanging out in the, the. How do you even know what the lodge oh, life listen. is? Well, because I've been to Sundance multiple years, oh, lots you have? of, and so when you're at Sundance, I'm not skiing, but definitely there's your you're at a big little lodge when you that's where you stay in, sure. and, and people are playing video games and drinking. Like I'm into that. So you're into the lodge life. I'm into the lodge life. I think we're gonna have a really great time. I hear that my uh, girl likes to drink a lot. Up there, so well, you know. Oh, oh she, she does. Oh, she does. She can hold her liquor. That girl. so every year. Mm-hmm. She goes up there with the two college buddies, and yeah. that's the weekend she gets hammered <laughs> well, off they, her yeah, face they drink all weekend. A lot. What's mm. her birthday? You know she has the right to drink. Oh, like, okay. Of course. All right, and you don't think that there's been any kind of sexual? Interaction? No, I think no, the ones, sex. the people that mm. I feel like she's maybe taken boyfriends to that trip, but I feel like the guys that are going there are all like brother-like to her. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay, you know that's, that's what they say. Well, no, I think that's very right, Zoms. It's like my brother. Mm, I wouldn't lie. <laughs> no, but that's how you if, you, if you don't want to offer up that information, you're like, no, that's my good friend. He's like my brother. No, no. And you're like for five me, years ago, I... you're like, <laughs> one no, time no, with no. the guy. Because from my perspective, if I was like sleep, if I had slept with someone and then I straight up didn't tell you and then put you in front of them and still deliberately did not tell you, that was kind of like not honesty. So Would she it. tell you if she'd slept with him? Yes. Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying, like, my, my girlfriend doesn't tell me anything yeah, unless think, I'm in front of somebody. And then right, she's and like, I think Listen. I told her that. I think I liked that. Right. So, I like that if you, if you go somewhere and someone's in the room. Right. So you want to know. So, okay, great. So, and uh, Blankety Blank listens to the show daily. She's a daily listener. If So she's heard that. If she has had sex with any of these dudes, we're going to know about it. Because you're going to be in a room with them. She'll, I would th- I would hope she would tell like me. Like on the yeah. way up, she should be like, listen, I should probably tell you this because, you know, I. Uh, because then that gives college. me some context to that behavior. If that guy's giving me some, you know, he doesn't like me or maybe he's throwing <laughs> some, you know, bouncing the ball at blankety blank. Like, I want to know that shit. Okay, so you're going to I don't want that, that happening behind my back. I Listen, I get it. It's sort of like the signature on the liver. You kind of want to know. Exactly. Right. What else? Have you heard of this uh, rooftopping? I haven't, but I'm quasi interested. Okay, so rooftopping, yeah, is uh, it's very popular in China. Is this like parkour okay. or some shit. 
the jumping from roof to roof. It's just you're a daredevil and you are taking photos or videos of you doing things atop roofs of high buildings that maybe you shouldn't be doing and you're not using a harness or any safety. You're just doing these great things and you're taking a photo of yourself like holding on to a building that if you dropped off you would die. I heard the king of this shit died, the right? The extreme. The the his what? name was the extreme because oh, he that's was his name? Yeah, that was that was the that was his social media name. That was his nickname. <laughs> it ain't no more. So there's so what I, I haven't seen extreme? this video yet. I had just I didn't know there was a video. Oh shit, there's video of him dying? There's a video of uh the extreme on his last stunt? Yeah. Oh, what do he so do? He's performing chin-ups while hanging on a 62-story building. And, and then he slipped? struggles a little bit, and then he falls. Oh, man. I just think this is one of those. And then other people are doing it. And and it's just. In uh, tribute? No. no they've been doing oh, it. just It's a trend rooftop. in China. But it's like not even China. like All over. Oh, you go to Europe, and they go to like Dubai and climb like the biggest shit, and they're like. Hanging there taking selfies. Yeah, I don't know why people were doing this. There ain't no black people doing this. Hell no. There ain't no brown people doing this. This is whites and Asians only, right? This is, sounds like the stupidest shit of all time. Yeah, it's There's, dumb. But people, and this is the, the internet, they see these photos and they give that person validation. They're like, I can keep doing these. Let me go harder. They go harder. Someone says, on top of a building, you, can, you can't think of anything else, which squeezed out my depression somehow. The thrill is big enough to occupy your mind. I'm out on that. Like, no, you're yeah. not going to cure my depression by putting me on top of a building. By the way, you're squeezing out the depression and, and pushing in more anxiety than you would even know what to do with. Probably like, abject terror. Like, That's yeah, that guy. guy's an idiot. That guy, yeah. That's the dude that died. That's <laughs> the dude that died, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Extreme. Yeah. Okay, well, here's. Did he have kids? Mm, I don't know. I didn't have kids. He seems like he's a young child or a young guy, right? 20, 25. And he was doing, the one he was doing was to win prize money to pay for, I believe you could find it like a surgery needed for his family. Like, I think he was doing it because he wanted, because someone offered prize money for doing probably the craziest stunt. Okay, well, that doesn't make me feel bad for him. That makes me feel, you know what? You could have spent all of this energy and all of this time putting yourself into a craft of some sort and hustling yourself a job. What this is, I'm not, listen, I feel a little bad that this guy's dead, but I'm not, I don't feel all that bad. First of all, I don't know him, so I don't have a personal connection to him. But this seems like he was defying death constantly so that he could get more views on his YouTube. I guess. It says he was going to be getting $20,000 in prize money, and he needed it for um, the wedding he was going to propose to his girlfriend the next day and for medical treatment for his mother. All right. Well, guess what, dude? Try not doing stuff that's death-defying for more views on your dumb YouTube. That's, uh, that is a fucking wasted life, is it not? He lived, I mean, he lived his life to the fullest. But yeah, because he hung off because yeah. he hung off buildings. Well, those experiences that he had on those buildings were probably some memorable experience that he was choosing to lead his life this way, and then obviously the choices he knew the risks. Is that pure stupidity? Do you feel bad that he's dead? He knew the risks that he, he knew was. The risks. I mean, he and he probably the, one of the things I read from one of the another guy doing it. They're like, well, why don't you use like some sort of safety? harness or safety to it and they're like the thrill well no they said when you're using the safety harnesses that creates doubt and if you have doubt then you're not gonna be able to perform the stunt right it's so male isn't it 
So alpha male. There were girls doing it, too. Meantime, this dipshit just fell 62 stories. I wonder what that looked like at the the end of it. I bet it wasn't pretty. I bet his whole, I mean, like just, I mean, come on, man. Not good. I shouldn't have brought that. It was a negative topic. Don't try to defy death because if you defy death enough, you'll die. Correct? Oh, correct. It's just a matter of time. You can't be knocking on death's doorstep. How many different times can you knock on the door before death answers? Not that many. Sometimes. Sometimes. Guy, hey, death is going to answer. Move on. There's an asteroid heading <laughs> a, a bias <laughs> around us. Okay. Uh-huh. This asteroid Moving is not like us. What today, right? Today? No, no, no. There's just an asteroid like Wait, hovering around. Billy Bob Thornton style? It's going by us. Yeah, Rock. kind of. It's not going to hit us. <laughs> There's supposed to be a huge meteor shower today. Okay. Owen, Owen Wilson, Rockhound style. Listen, this is, listen. <laughs> this asteroid, they've yeah. called it a name. It's called Oumuamua. Oumuamua. Mm. Ben Affleck style. Okay. You're talking about Armageddon style asteroids. They think this Oumuamua could be a disabled alien spaceship. Okay. Who's, yeah. <laughs> because Who says that? The scientists. The shape like a UFO? It's cigar shaped, so it's long. Okay. And twirling through space like any other asteroid we've ever seen. Okay. This is an artist rendering. I urge you to look at it. Looks it looks like a dick. Okay. It looks like, it looks a, like a, a, a But we, all, we always think the alien spaceship is going to be like so high tech. Or and round. It, or round with lights. And, and they're going to have, you know, it's going to be huge. Who's to <laughs> say it's like, looks like a rock. Like a turd. Like a turd. Like a floating turd. Or that's just the way they made it. <laughs> How do that we know? It looks like a Tootsie Roll out of my cat. What so is that thing? They're looking at it closely that it could be an alien spaceship. <laughs> When it, if, listen, you, I've been called a lot of things on this show. If that turns out to be a spaceship, you will you heard keep it here. us in the loop on that? Let if us it know. is an alien spaceship, I yeah, appreciate that. I definitely will. What else? Uh, the, the award shows are coming. Well, they right? are. Yeah. So all the nominations are coming now. I had a nice talk with Sebastian Stan. He's coming January sixth. Okay, we've got that booked in. It's very nice because I think it's going to be like the week of the or the week right up to the Golden Globes, and we're going to sit down and have a wonderful talk. I know a lot of his movies. A lot I hear of, that movie's pretty good. Movie's great, and I think everybody got a lot of people got nominated out of it yeah. except him, which uh, <laughs> would no that sucks. That I does mean, suck. It reminds me uh, anyway. I got a nice story about him because it reminds me of this other tale. Okay, and I want to wait to have him in the thing because I want to explain. Wait, to yeah, I want to see that movie. I By also, the way, you're going to get to ask him questions about uh, the we, Winter Dragon, win, Winter Soldier. Yeah, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> going on Infinity War. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of yeah. stuff. Now, do you think like are you one of those comic book heads that like will ask him questions and see if he is, knows like certain like what will you ask him? What are some questions? Oh no, nah, I mean, I'm on air. I'll probably ask him like generic ones, but like off air, I'm going to be like, "Yo, bro, like, do you turn into Captain America?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should ask that on air. Uh, yeah, you should, of course, nah, ask that it's on like air. Spoiling, he well, no, he's that. not going to spoil anything. Yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. could end up getting sued yeah, for that's fucking right. two hundred million. That's he ain't going to tell him on you the nothing. Side. He'd be like, "Yeah, bro." I'm <laughs> like, oh shit! By the way, I ain't selling nobody <laughs> shit on the air, off the air. I tell you, you can get in big trouble if you're that guy yeah. and you leak the thing, yeah, right? Yeah. He's under massive contract. He ain't going to tell you shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, man! You turn into Captain America, now? Come on, bro. You get and, the uh, shield. You get the shield. <laughs> and Sebastian's like this. Hmm. I could lose. I don't know, eighty million if I answer this. Uh, don't know, bro. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. He ain't gonna tell him nothing. <laughs> but maybe he'll tell him off air. Off air. Yeah. Off air. Let's see. 
<laughs> career in the toilet, lose eighty million, or tell this fucking guy. Even if he it. tells him off air, that violates the idea. Uh, anything. Yeah. By the way, I I'll can't wait. For, I can't, <laughs> yeah, sure you will. I can't wait for him to ask that question. Anyway, Sebastian <laughs> will be here on January sixth. I want to see excited. that movie. I want to see Shape of Water, and I want to see Molly's Game. Those are my right. Molly's Game's about the poker game. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Uh, I have uh, I have some uh, connections to that whole experience, the life, the the yeah. real life version of that. Because it is based on a true story. It's based on a true story. And when Molly uh, left to go to New York, I ended up running that game, which is crazy. Oh, are you let to talk about that? Well, we'll, have, we'll let people see the movie, and then maybe we'll. So talk if people about see it. Molly's game, are they supporting Shane Powers? I, no, they're not supporting <laughs> me because I ain't seen shit. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, go see that. You, uh, it I, comes I, out on Christmas. It does? What I, else is coming out? Well, we got to have Lions in here for the Golden Globe shakeup. We do. He's going to go. He'll go over all the nominees. We do. And, and I we'll just wanted to say about the award show, the SAG Awards came out, the nominations, and they, told, and they said that on air, all the acting category presenters are going to be women, which I think that's, and that's their... Tribute to Me Too. Right. Or the, this year, that's their tribute to the women's movement. Right. Not mad. Not mad. Golden Globes. All women. Nothing. They're not doing anything because they're, they've said their show's not political. They don't get involved in that, and they're choosing to not acknowledge it at all. They Which, just want to party with everybody getting drunk. Anyway. Right. Right. Well, how does that sit with you, Zoms? Are they socially responsible? By not, uh, but just not on any level even, by the way, I don't, that doesn't make it, that doesn't hold any weight with me. These uh, these Golden Globe winners, they get up, they talk about the president, they talk about yeah. how terrible Trump is. It's, you, I don't, they should do something to celebrate the Me Too movement. They should. It's, by the way, it was born in the entertainment business. It was. Well, this like, is, who are the people that watch that? Maybe they're not trying to upset the people that are going to potentially be watching. No, I think it's just America, right? I mean, it's probably... The Golden like Globes a, are very popular. It's, I'd argue it, it's one of the top award shows people watch. I watch uh, those Oscars, Golden Globes. Those, yeah. those are my two favorite, and then I throw the Grammys in there, especially this year. <laughs> Might have a Grammy watching mm, party. Ridiculous. Who knows? <laughs> Here we go, guys. Best rap album. <laughs> Do they, does, they don't campaign at all. They don't try to... They don't campaign at all. However, I gotta say, they they will make they do they don't campaign, but they do things in order to you know you participate in certain Grammy events. I think you participate if you want to in certain Grammy events, and then you do things. You know that I would imagine that NPR. Did you see Tyler on the NPR thing? I did. That was it, really cool. It was incredible. Yeah, and I bet that that was a way. If I'm if I'm Clancy. You do something like that because then you want Tyler to to seem a little more accessible to the to the Grammy voter, right? Yeah, I agree. Those two girls singing in that are amazing. By the way, that whole fifteen minutes is unbelievable. Yeah. Everybody should watch that. That's called the Tiny Desk or something. The NPR Tiny. Yeah, Desk they do series. a lot of those concerts. They're really cool, really smart, really yeah. unbelievably dope. Tyler was incredible. He's fearless. That guy, fearless. Let's go to the sports minute. <laughs> All my favorite sports teams must have heard me talking. They must have listened. Okay. Because I do that dear my favorite sports team. Because all my favorite sports teams are starting to do things now where we're starting to turn the corner on being bad. 
Okay, mm. for the for the last couple years, I'm a Laker fan. I'm a 49er fan. I'm an Angel fan. Art, we have sucked. The low point of me as a sport, you sports depression is real. All my teams suck. It does. I'm having to to dive into fantasy football to do seven leagues just to get my uh you know mind off of how bad my football team is. Okay. Okay. The 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, he has never lost a game as a starter. Did you know that, Shane? Jimmy Garoppolo? I did He's not know He's 2-0 that. as a 49ers starter. Okay. okay. We're trying to run the table <laughs> to the end. He's balling. Okay. Breaking. Why are you trying to run the table so you can end up getting a worse pick? I just like that we're winning in the team's energy with him quarterbacking. John Lynch made the right decision in getting this guy. He's our quarterback of the future. He's going to sign with us. Uh, the teammates around him. You guys, seen him, Danny? He's solid. Guys. He's solid. Th- he can play? He can play. He just makes plays. Yeah. He makes plays. He makes people better. Uh, and I don't know what we're going to have a high pick. Uh, and I don't know what we're going to do with it. But uh, that our team is in the right direction finally. Thank are you. We gonna, are we going to get the two pick? The, the Tampa Bay? Is Tampa Bay going to no, get the second No, there's a lot of te- I think you guys have four wins. There's a lot the, There's a lot of teams. The Giants and the Browns will probably have one and two. One and two. And then Niners. And the Niners will probably be after that. Unless Three. the Niners get, Run out. get to the – if they win out, they'll have four wins. Maybe five wins, four or five wins. I'm fine with the third overall pick, by the way. I'm so confused as to what happened at Tampa's year. I was going to bet $10,000 on them winning I think we had a discussion about whether they would make the playoffs, and I was like, it's a lock. They're definitely making the playoffs. For sure. At which point do you not have faith in Jameis Winston anymore? Because he has had so many opportunities, and he keeps making the same mistakes, and you'd think in his fourth year, fifth year, you start to not make those mistakes. Next next year is his fourth year, I believe. Okay. So if he does not, if he doesn't look good next year, then we got to start looking. Yeah. You get four years. Because, by the way, Mike Evans, you guys have playmakers. Mike Evans, Doug Martin, Deshaun Jackson. You put uh, Carson Wentz on that team, they're balling. No, it's ridiculous. It's really, really sad. They need to fire that coach immediately. In the fantasy, the Shane Show Fantasy uh, League has hit reached the playoffs. So okay. since it is, is the Shane Show, yeah. we might as well bring it up. Uh, I am <laughs> in the two seed, okay. playing Tom Tone Brown live. Tom Brown live. Tom Brown live. A guy named <laughs> Lennon. Okay, right? I don't know who that Lennon is. Lennon Acosta. Lennon Acosta. Yeah. Yeah. Right, he's had a great season. He's the number one fan. He beat out all the other fans to make the playoffs. Right, internet phenom. Internet phenom. Okay, so Acosta. him and I are going against each other. Okay, okay. he's favored to win, uh, and we've had some battles throughout the year. So, uh, and I, <laughs> I lose my boy Carson Wentz, who I've had, uh-huh. I've rode all year. Oh, you think? So I've got to go with. Uh, I got to make some choices. Do I go Cousins? Do I? They, people say Blake Bortles is the guy to have in these last two weeks because they have an easy schedule. Okay, and I Bortles. Know, but I'm not a believer in Bortles. Yeah, he's had a couple big games. Uh, so, so we'll see. I think I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I and think. what's the other matchup? The other matchup is Raid. You know, Raid. I do. He wins first place. I had the same record, but he had more points than me by like 10. Okay. Raid versus JPG in his first year gets in at the four seed. Great. Um, <laughs> and then uh, 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 Marshall Barnes had a really good year. Proud of that guy. He had, he beat everybody out. Everybody else out. He would have been in the playoffs. He had the same record, but he just didn't make it. He, had, he came in the five hole. Got you. I think we should move to six teams, right? We should. We made a mistake. We went to 12. We didn't make it six. When you have 12, the norm is to have six teams. All right. What else? The, uh, my you other, got this kid, the the Japanese guy. Uh, Shoshay Otani. Right. I okay. hear he's got a shoulder issue. He's got a little uh, in his physical. Uh, he's got, you, wait, do you know this when you sign him? 
So how does that work? So I don't know if they had this physical or the Japanese. I don't know how it worked. I think he, the angels didn't know this. Whether yeah, they did the know this, Japanese are living in tents. Well, whether they did know this or not, uh, the his type of injury he can play through. There are players. That it's it's not an injury that's like he might need Tommy John, but. The worry is that if he does play through it, it does develop into Tommy John if it doesn't he if doesn't go the right way. Okay, great. Okay, but this is nothing. You knew none of this before you signed. Well, it. I don't know. Every team must not have known this because nothing. No, there was no word out, and every team wanted him. The right. Seattle Mariners. I feel really bad for them. They traded away a lot of people, freed up all this international money, and they thought he was coming. And he chose the Angels kind of like people said, left them at the altar. That's the term I heard. Gotcha. And the reason the Angels got him, and I'm so happy we got him, because immediately he becomes our best pitcher and our second best hitter, arguably up there with Trout as one of the best hitters we have. So he will start for us and then play the outfield. Do you uh, love how insane he is? Yeah. This guy hasn't this guy has never swung a bat in the major leagues. And according to Vanger, he's the second best hitter on their team, just as good as Mike Trout. <laughs> that's how you create that's that why, madness but, in your but head. But that's why every team wanted him, and I, that's no. But that's stupid. You, you cannot say that that guy is almost as good as Mike Trout. He's never swung a bat in the major leagues. He's gonna pitch for us. He's our best pitcher, day one starter. <laughs> uh-huh. And fuck it, he should just come mow the lawn. Before I'd argue the game that too. He, he does everything. This guy, he will bat behind Mike Trout and give Mike Trout protection throughout the year. And we are stacking our team. The Angels also, by the way, the reason they got Otani, <laughs> the reason they got Otani is because. They'll be 15 games out at the end of the year next year. The reason they got Otani, <laughs> if they are, then, our, you know, we'll have to fire Sosha. 20 But he gets out. one more year and he You'll gets one more good July. team. I'd argue it's going to be the Angels and the Yankees and the ALCS. You'll be out of the, you'll be out of it by June. The, the reason they got this kid, Otani, that everybody wanted was because the GM of the Angels, Billy Epler, had been following this kid since high school. So he had put in his work, met this kid. This kid trusted Epler because he'd been around him for so long. And that was the, the deciding choice because other teams could offer him more money. And he came to us. Let's get out of here. They signed Ian Kinsler, one of the best second basemen in the American League. He will now play second base for us. And our team is stacking up. We got Justin Upton. We still got Pujols. The Angels are going to come on. Now, this Stanton judge thing's ridiculous, correct? Stanton, the Yankees are stacking themselves, too. They make a trade to take the contract. It's so funny. Derek Jeter, the new Miami Marlins owner, decides to send the, the Mar- best player, the best the player to his alma mater to the Yankees. And Stanton had a lot to say, though, in this trade. I think Derek Jeter's getting thrown under the bus. For, for- Stanton had a no-trade clause. He did not want to go to St. Louis, who was the one team that was involved, in, and he did not want to go to the Giants. People cited that he was a Dodger fan. He grew up in L.A. He didn't want to play for the Giants that for a year. That makes sense. How come he didn't want to come to the Dodgers? I think the Dodgers didn't want to pay him, want to pay him because he was the Yankees took on a $250 million contract. Right. The Dodgers know they're going to have to sign all the guys, Bellinger, Turner, uh, you know, Seager. They have all these young kids, and they didn't really need them. They got to the World Series. Game seven, and if Stanton was on the team, would they have won? Probably not. It came out that you Darvish, that pitcher that lost game seven, the Astros said they knew he had was tipping his pitches. Ooh. And if we remember back in the when he got traded, that's why he looked so bad. They knew. They said they knew when he held the ball before he like at his butt before he put it into his glove. That based on that grip, that was the grip 
that the, he would throw. So whether he was mixing it around in his glove or they not, they would look at the grip. They and would look at that grip, coming. and so a couple people just started doing that. And I maybe I feel like that happened before he got traded. He had his that worst. Was a problem, yeah. He had his worst start ever before he was traded to the Dodgers with the Rangers, where he gave up ten runs in one inning, and the yeah. review, the report was that he was tipping his pitches. And it turned, it came back and bit the Dodgers because in both games, games three and seven, he was tipping his pitches, and the Astros knocked Crushed him out. Him. Let me ask you a question: How does that stay a secret, Danny? Like, let's it say I, let's say I play for the Giants and you play for whoever, and you see you Darvish, and we're close, right? We've been friends for a long time, and you're like, "Oh my God, I just saw this." Aren't you afterward going, "Dude, I got I, I, yeah. I got the info on you"? Yeah. How did they not know that when they fucking got this guy? I don't know. How did they not know whether that the he book reverted was out back in the nerves? Because you know your game seven of the World Series, whether he reverted back to old habits and they started to pick up on it. One guy comes back to the dog and said, "Hey, I looked at it, it was a slider, and it was a slider," and they just got into him. Wow! And that sucks. It does um, suck. By the way, it's not. It's, it's that's what I would do if I was Houston. Yeah. It's not. It's not cheating. Part of the game. It's part of the deal. It's not cheating. You think it's cheating? No, I don't think it's cheating. I think that's his fault. He's got yeah, to adjust there. Yeah, I picked there. that up, and I saw that. You need to change that. I'm you not like, doing that. anything other than walking to the plate and looking at you. The Angels are also trying to get a third baseman. I hope Chase Headley comes. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and then finally, my other favorite sports team, the Los Angeles Lakers, they had lost five in a row, and then they <laughs> went on a road trip where they played Charlotte, and they played New York. And they got no, they slaughtered someone... by New York last night. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They lost to New York in overtime. But they but they ended up losing by ten or something. By like six, maybe even two, because Clarkson had a layup at the buzzer. It was like four points. It right. was like they four... lost. Yeah. yeah, they lost. But still, that's a With third. That dad being an idiot on the sidelines. That's the, whole the time. third game of a tough East Coast road trip. And they had won those first two games. One, they beat Philly, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They beat Charlotte. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson, I'd argue, the coaching is not mixing that lineup well. Jordan Clarkson comes off the bench. Him and Randall are the top two players leading uh, in points off the bench. Clarkson comes off the bench, has a great half, keeps them in it. They have a lead. At the end of the game, he's going with Ball and Ingram, and I understand those guys need to be on the floor, but you got to find a way to get Clarkson on the floor late because he's a spark plug. When he's on the floor, the energy of the team is better, and it sucks to see them lose to the Knicks. Again, I'm not coaching the team, and, and Luke Walton knows better than me, but I see when Clarkson's on the floor. <laughs> I'm literally like this. When Clarkson's <laughs> on the floor, wah, wah, they wah, look wah, better. Wah. And I think their best lineup, if they could, even though it's small, it's Ball, Clarkson, Contavious Caldwell, Pope, Kuzma, and uh, Ingram. But that's a small lineup. Sorry. The anyway, they lost to the Knicks in overtime. I think they play another good East team coming up. Uh, they play the Warriors. I love watching them play. I love the, watching the Lakers play. I'm happy with what's happening. The bad man's back. The what? Bet the bad man, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is cleared to play. He is going to. Uh, if Ooh, I was, if I were there's you, there's some fantasy owners out there that are happy. If I, yeah, especially yeah. too, if you have Nelson, because Jordy Nelson's been non-existent when Brett Hundley Devontae plays. Devontae Adams. Da- Devontae Adams has been the guy, but I would argue Devontae Adams takes a hit because Rodgers looks to Jordy. To Jordy. Undefeated um, first LeBron, Jimmy Bonney, the Finch. Thank you, Shamrock Social Club, Cody and Mark. Thank you. Infinite expression. If you want gear for the holidays, Vangerville hats, go get them. There's also Shane Show hats, whatever. Find Josh at infiniteexpression.com. Go ahead, Vangs. You got something else? 
Some other sports tidbit I cut you off on? No. At the end of the the, the <laughs> Knicks Lakers game, I felt like the coaching made some bad uh, choices in timeouts, and I would hope that they fix that. They That's will. all I got. Listen, if you are listening right now, we love it. You can always hit the app, ask us questions, do whatever. If you're listening on the uh, iTunes podcast version of the Shane Show right now on iTunes, do us a favor and hit a little subscribe or a rate or review. It helps us mightily. And if you want to listen to the show, you can every night live from 10 to 12 on the Shane Show app. Just go to the App Store and download it. Or if, uh, if you got one of them Androids, we're on SoundCloud. Tune in. I think we're coming up on, we're going to get up on Spotify soon. We're out and everywhere. It's uh, We're coming to a big close of a grow year here at the Shane Show. Super excited for 2018, lining up all the ducks. We are infinitely, infinitely uh Grateful for everyone's support. I cannot believe that we have thousands of people listening to us. It's bananas. We just got to get over the hump in 18. And we will, because that's what we do. White Todd, thank you. Zombie, thank you. Shane. Danny, thank you. Thank you Banger face. Thank you, Shane. As always. Next week, uh, the end of the year, the year in review. All of us with our moments of the year, and I'm, then a little Christmas vacation. I'm going to give stuff away. And Banger's going to give stuff away. Cool stuff. Boston Powers, I love you, son. I am so lucky to be your dad. <laughs> <laughs>